You're listening to the PTO Unlimited Aftercast. Welcome to the PTO Unlimited Aftercast. My name is Josh. I'm Alex. And we're here with our friend... Rob. 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 Yeah, we never really went over how we're going to do the intro. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty simple. Though. Are we going to are we going to we're going to say your name or something? <laughs> so why don't we introduce Rob, Josh, while I'm Uh Rob is our uh, How long have we known you, Rob? Well, okay. Well, okay. Alex, long, you. <laughs> how long? I've known it? Rob since high school. We were in band camp together. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Represent band camp. Okay, so what this is is the PTO Unlimited Aftercast, and what we're talking about tonight is Game of Thrones. Now, that's what this entire Aftercast is about, so you're going to get your official spoiler warning right now because we will be talking about the, P- uh, the PTO Unlimited podcast our, as me and Alex and our friend Rob talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, we're going to talk about the series as a whole. We're going to talk a little bit about the books. We're going to give our, sh- our review of tonight's episode, everything about the show, our favorite characters, our least favorite characters, what we like and what we don't like. I mean, out of all this, holy cow, 10 years in the making almost, this series was, I got to say it was amazing and a roller coaster ride. Uh, what, what do you guys think about you know tonight's episode as in a, in general as a Game of Thrones episode tonight the last episode of Game of Thrones as it aired what do you think of it? Why don't we start with our guests? Yeah, because <laughs> everyone was staying pretty tight lipped as we were getting. I know ready. it was it's very difficult. It was it was we have we we literally uh, watched the episode came up here and shut our mouths. Yeah, <laughs> so and, now we're just now talking about right, it. and so we don't know what each other thinks yet. Exactly, we've all been pretty quiet about it. So All right, what, Rob, what's your initial reaction of tonight's episode? Uh, first off, fantastic. fantastic. Fantastic? I absolutely loved it. You loved everything about it? I did. Yeah? Okay. It wasn't the ending I envisioned, but I no. think it was good. It was really a, an ending that I thought wasn't going to... Ha- I didn't think it was going to be that calm. Like It was tense, tension, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was going to be so sullen, you know, just like... I thought I it ended somewhat the way I thought it was going to end. Right. Um but at the same time I thought there'd be a little bit more death. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought maybe I I don't know why. I just I figured there'd be like maybe one more major character die. I, I well, totally agree. Then there really was. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know like at least another one. Like right. I thought somebody was going to get was going to get beheaded or or something I thought tonight. Tyrion was effed the entire yes. time. I thought Tyrion was going to be the one to get the axe out of all of them. He is stead he stood the test of time the entire series. The Battle of Blackwater, he has stood the Night's Watch. He has been captured by Catelyn Stark, survived that in a uh battle what was it? That he that's where he found Braun in the Vale. Yeah, uh, but I remember what the battle was. It was it was It was like It was uh it's the same thing that happened with uh with Oberyn in the mountain. Uh yeah. it was a battle what was the battle for? Trial by combat. Trial by combat. combat. Oh my god, I couldn't yes. think of trial by combat for some stupid reason. Right, Tyrion <laughs> was acquitted via trial by combat in the Moon Moongate. Oh yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, don't be afraid to to speak up on that because I'm like I will I blank I blanked on trial by combat for some reason. But yeah, so Tyrion has gone through all that. He went through the Battle of Winterfell. Uh, he's he's been through everything, and he's even seen 
uh, tyrants rise and fall in the, in the entire Westeros. He pretty much is a second Varys. He is. He is. Uh. <laughs> uh, with his uh, final appointment to the Hand of the King, uh, that means a Lannister has been in the Red Keep in a position of power for the entirety of Game of Thrones. Yes, he That's has. That's very true. Going yes, even back uh, like 20 years before... Uh, season one. Yeah, because Tywin w- had always had a part in the Game of Thrones, in the entire throne room. Like, he's always mm-hmm. been either hand, uh, he was also master, wasn't he master of coin? I don't uh, think Tywin was. No. no. Tywin was always the hand. He was he always was, hand of the king. Yeah, Just he hand. was hand to Aerys Targaryen. Oh, okay. Who, who was the okay. Mad King. And then Jaime was uh, part of the Knights uh, King's Guard. Yes, but yes. he became the personal King's Guard for King Aerys uh, to slight uh, Tywin. Right. Yeah, it was basically a slap in the face at Tywin, which was weird because the Targaryens and the Lannisters, they had always been like like those two were really close and then, you know, Jamie Lannister doing his Well, his it was thing. back in the day because um everyone as like Aerys descended into his madness and he mm-hmm. got um <clears throat> Uh, crazier, <laughs> insane. Uh, he every, was insane. It, be, it became absolutely evident that Tywin was the run, was the one running. Yeah. the Seven Kingdoms. And and we we found that uh, Alex and I have been going through the series again, and we've been we just got past the Purple Wedding, and at this point, Tommen is next in line to be as king, and you see Tywin immediately pulling the strings at the damn funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, at the body. Yeah, Tywin. <laughs> right, Tywin had always had the strings. At the end of this series, the last Lannister alive is finally hand and he didn't want it he didn't want any of it well you understand why he didn't want it he explained it yeah okay so let's so talk let, about yes let's talk about this last episode let's... first before we go back into the actual yeah we kind of went into the the rabbit hole again um, uh, let's just like go through from start to finish how it opened how it opened yeah the opening it... of tonight's episode was quiet and I, I'm actually I'm I'm very happy that the last three episodes are all about. There's not really a lot of dialogue for the first like ten minutes. Right. It's a, it's allowing you to kind of uh, put yourself in their shoes, like yes. as they're looking around, what they're seeing, what they're feeling, without them talking. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, yeah, yeah. You said the past three episodes. Yeah, yeah. Since the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Who can forget that? Yeah. Well, a lot of half the internet hates. The Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, whatever. Well, I just want to point out that half the internet is wrong. Half the internet <laughs> is very wrong. The other and, half is right. But <laughs> well, we're part of the fifty percent. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Daenerys's final words to John. You know, she she totally believed him that he was going to say, "You are my queen. I am with you to the end." I did not expect the assassination like that. Really? I, I saw it coming. I thought Arya had a part in this. No, no. green eyes. No green eyes. I, I forgot about that. Never. She did. She had no part in Cersei, and she had no part in Daenerys's death. Well, okay, I can't say that. She did tell John. She did tell John. She kind of, but I think Tyrion had more of a. I mean, but John yeah. had to be the one to do it. There was like no one other than John. Right. Because no one could get close to her. It was kind of the same thing. Uh, not to jump back to the Mad King, but it was kind of the same thing. Like, it was other than Grey Worm, like. Everyone else betrayed her, basically. God, Grey yeah. Worm. I will be honest. I started to hate him. I did. At the end. I'm like... I did, but you have to realize where he came from. He was brought up as a slave and trained to be a killer and serve whoever is in charge of him. I That's agree. all he's ever known. Yeah. So he's not known mercy. He's not known... Uh, 
uh, forgiveness compassion. and compassion. Yeah. Like that's all he knows. And the only thing that brought him into com- the compassion world was Masande, mm-hmm. and she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so he's pretty much in the same boat as Daenerys was. She's lost everybody. Grey Worm finally had he had Daenerys and he had Masande. They're both gone now. That's you, know, you can't blame him. So he's ticked. <laughs> yeah, but now he's head of a house and I guess a house, a land. Yeah, that's that's how it ended. They left. The, yeah, in, a happy ending for him, kind of, because he went to uh, where, where, what was the place? The Reach. The Reach. The well, reach. well. So they talked about giving him the Reach, um, but he did go to the Isle of Narset. I think, I think that yeah. is something like that. Yeah, it was, which is where him and Masande talked about going going after the battle. Uh, but spoiler sad. alert: she's dead. She she said Dracaris and died. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we need to say spoiler alert anymore. Everyone no. who's still with us and is listening right now knows right now we're talking about Game of Thrones entirely. Uh, now, the next thing I want to talk about is John taking the black. Okay. I don't I don't like that. I don't like I'm that okay the Night's Watch still exists. I'm okay with it. Who governs it? John. John does. that. I thought that was pretty That's clear kind with, of the, like... uh, with him standing over the training yard. No, I'm saying... Is it not controlled by the eight or the six kingdoms? Is it's it never been. not controlled by the north? It's, it's never it's been. Their, it's an independent. Hmm. People it's always go had... there, like, go what, ahead. not willingly, but <laughs> so so it it was founded by the Starks. So this this goes way 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 back to the first men. Yeah. Um. But so so there's always been close ties between Winterfell and the Night's Watch. Uh, so the Night's Watch is erected, you know, for thousands of years to watch over um, the wall. The wall protect, itself. You know, protect the realms of men. All that jazz. But there's no more protection needed. Well, Hence that, why they're leaving. <laughs> and, and so that, uh, in my opinion, is explained very well. So he's with, just said bye to the watch and just left? There's no reason for the watch. There is none. No. So, so now they're just... And now the free folk are returning to their homes. So they yeah. just tricked the... Unsullied that John's taken the Night Watch, but John is free. I don't think that the lords and everyone in Westeros uh, have knew and or care what the what the Night's Watch does. They okay. never have because okay. the Night's Watch has always been made up of two different types of people. They've been um, they are houses whose sons. Um, attempt to bring honor by taking the black. It used to be a very honorable thing to do. Okay. Um, or there are people who have been dishonored or are um, like thieves, murderers, right, things right, like that. criminals. So, the, so those are the types, the two types of people who are who do make up the black. It used to be more nobles, right? But mm, then, yeah. then as you can see throughout the series, nobody uh, was coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, then they had to like dredge the dungeons and everything mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. in the, in because the, there was no reason, people saw no reason because right, for no thousands one, of no years, no one believed yeah. on the White Walkers, uh. which is what you know what their charge was for. And at the end, you can see that there's like there's the wall, but you can also see pieces where the wall's not there. Yeah, and you know, there's there's not the whole sense of the other side of the wall being this danger that it has been for the entire series. Right. And, you know, Tormund is there and all of um, the, the free folk. They're free folk. They're not wildlings. Wildlings. No, they're free folk now. Whatever. <laughs> they're not so um, wild. But but they get to go home because, you know, and I think in the season six and seven, they fleed. Yeah. Uh, due to the White Walkers. And now they get to go back. And, and John going with them, he... he kind of is in my opinion like Mance Raider was 
the, the, oh. the king by the king beyond the wall. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Like he he's the only one from the realms of men and north of the wall who's been able to bridge the gap between the two. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I like how the um, how they're walking north and you know the the gate closes. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was more of a symbol of you know. Psh- it's yeah, done. don't it's done. We don't need this anymore. Hmm. We're free to go wherever we want. Also, That's interesting. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but when one of the guys uh, steps down in the snow, when they have the ground shot of everyone walking, there's a plant. There's a yeah, plant. Yeah, the so, plant. Meaning like winter's over. Winter's over. Yeah. Well, that was a quick winter. <laughs> that was a very quick winter. I know, winter. But, but I mean, they killed the Night King. So, the, I mean, okay. it's... Let's talk about that as well. I thought that there was going to be a little more to the, the walkers after... Like, I thought Bran might have had something with it. But now, from what we're seeing, nothing. We uh. played way too deep into it. And, and and that makes sense because they have to end a show. You can't dig any deeper. You can't be given extra things. What? Uh, we got a comment from Quentin on YouTube. Yeah, what's up? Um, John going north is everything Mance Raider wanted for him to bring all of the free folk together and roam to the north. You know what we got? So, and that's what he did. We got a reunion. With uh, John and his dire wolf. We did. Ghost and him. Is everyone happy now? Is everyone happy (laughs) now? I wonder if they added that scene. I didn't care. (laughs) No. You have no idea how many people (laughs) memed him walking away from Ghost without saying goodbye. Like, people were memeing that Ghost was the one that killed uh, uh, Daenerys' other dragon. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Like it wasn't Euron behind the trigger, it was Ghost. Yeah, whatever. Because he was he lo- he lost his 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 best friend uh to a dragon. So, anyways, um, I wanted to talk about what I thought was going to happen. So, you know Daenerys when she's up in front of the Unsullied and her Dothraki and she's giving this big speech, Tyrion starts walking up to her and I'm like and he just has this like hopeless like my brother's dead, everybody that I, you know, mm-hmm. like what's going through his head. I'm like he's going to knife her. Oh like, I was like, I totally thought like for a split second that was going to happen. Yeah. The, the, okay. And Cause so he doesn't care if he dies. We got, we right. got the beautiful death of Jamie and Cersei. You got to see, you got to see someone mourn over it. You know, everyone was complaining last week about how they just suddenly up and died and no one was going to, uh, uh, celebrate their death like Tyrion did. And you got to see it. You got to see their, their bodies laying there. They're actually gone. You got to see how someone actually felt about his siblings as much as he hated them in the earlier seasons, as much as they fought. I know, but going through and watching the season or the series again, I don't think there was really too much hate between Jamie right. and Tyrion. It there was, wasn't. It was really, you know, if I don't treat you like crap, then dad's going to get on me, and then my my sister lover's going to get on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to treat you like crap. But behind closed doors, they were very they were very close. They were. They loved each other. So mm-hmm. the fact that we had Tyrion in that emotional moment, like, I was tearing up. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was a very nice moment. Yes, it was, it was very sad because, you know, he goes down there. He tells Jamie get Cersei, get them to ring the bells. Uh, there's going to be a boat waiting for you. And then that's why, th- I mean, he had to go down there to check to see if they got out. And the fact that he comes down there and goes, you know, I told them to ring the bells and Daenerys just right. shit on me pretty much. Like, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, well, you, she killed my brother. It's the only thing I wanted to do was save my brother. Right. <laughs> well, the whole theme throughout the uh, season has been family. Yes. Like with the Starks, uh, with Daenerys and her horde, and with the Lannisters, mm-hmm. right? So Tyrion starts betraying pretty much everything that he believes in with Daenerys mm-hmm. to save Jaime. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he condemns Varys for doing what Varys believes is correct for the realm. Right. But then he turns around and betrays Daenerys for the sake of his brother and his sister. Her home, family. Both of whom he does recognize are evil people. Wow. Um, and then you've yeah. got the Starks who now know John's secret. And even though John doesn't want it and he doesn't care and he's in love with Danny, yeah. Arya and Sansa are going to do everything they can to, you know, save John and John's going to do everything that he can do to save uh, Sansa and Arya. And ultimately, I think that's why he opted to knife Daenerys. Like, that was the... It's all about the, family. That's what pushed him over the edge. It's all about family, wink, wink. It's <laughs> his aunt. It, yes, Ohana yes, she is. Family. Ohana. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's talk about Bran becoming king. That's that's the next thing. I'm we, okay with it. We kind of called it... You know what I'm going to say? I say I. I say I. <laughs> I say I. Um, I expected more of Bran, just in a sense of I expected a little more wisdom when he was in the the throne or when he was in the the hand when he was at the table and he was talking to them and they were like saying oh we're gonna go find the dragon and stuff that he didn't have much but he doesn't i don't know he's not really controlling much as a king he alluded to um a a couple of things uh so with the dragon they're like oh have you seen drogon Mm -hmm. well last he was seen flying east well maybe i can find him we already know brand's a warg yeah. So, so not only is a warg, he's a green seer, uh, and the three-eyed raven. Yeah. So, he's got, um, like Tyrion said, all the wisdom, all the stories, all the knowledge, everything like that. Bran has never ever said much, no. but he's always said the right thing at the right time. At the right time to yeah. the people in the right place that he already knew was going to happen by Bra- telling them they were at the right place at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 it, it's clear that that. Maybe maybe Brandon Stark didn't know, but once he became the Three-Eyed Raven, like everything was laid out for him. It like, was. Like he's known the entire time, like what was going to happen, all of it. Like how he's going to end up, just, hmm. just like when Tyrion was like, you know, if we ask you to be king, would you be king? He's like, he had you? to ask. He's like, well, that's why I came all this way. Right. He knew. I get it. Hmm. Well, let's say that. Well, let's talk about everyone else that we saw at the table. Um, we have uh, Bron. Bron's back. He's he's fine. He's master of coin. And then who he, else? To, <laughs> I Lord like how Garden. I like how Tyrion was like. So are we square? You're gonna kill me. He's like, nope. We're good and full. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we're just missing some fucking brothels. <laughs> <laughs> who else is at the table? Um, I know. Uh, I know. Brienne, Brienne was there. Brienne's there. Was Davos there? Davos, Davos was, there. was there. He's master of ships. Oh, I figured he was. He yeah. was. I, I missed Davos because I was focused more on Bronn and seeing uh, Tyrion yep. actually being what he was meant to be. Because when he was hand of the king. Uh, when, and he was regent, Hand of the King. He was doing so well in the first couple. There was season two, actually, or one, one or two, two, where he was where he was regent, and he did just fine, just fine. Well, until... Tyrion has a lot of uh, Tywin's like cunning. He does, and his mm-hmm. strategy in mm-hmm. him. So he's also smart. He's read books. Like that's what he's known for. He is a smart guy. He had to. He had right. to read books. So, so you you have that. You have. You have the Pulling Lannister. You're fine. You've got the uh, the the Lannister ruthlessness, right? So Tyrion's not afraid to do what has to be done, uh, right. but he's also compassionate, you know, which is something that Tywin lacked. And so, yeah. you know, all in all, um, I guess maybe outside of Jon Arryn, um, 
Tywin and uh, Tyrion have made the two best hands that anyone's ever had. Well, I want to say, let's talk about Tywin's character introduction. The first scene, you see him skinning a deer. And he's actually really doing it. Like, the actor really mm-hmm. did it. He really yeah. did it. He said he would do it again if he had to portray another villain like that, like, just to show how ruthless he can be. Tyrion, his introduction was being drunk and in a brothel. <laughs> right. Yeah. And being picked on. Right. And being picked on and picking on those who needed to be. He, like, he tried to keep Joffrey in line for the longest time. I loved how he treated Joffrey. <laughs> Wham. Wham. Right away. It's like, smack. Like, you, you can't even... do that. Whack. You don't yes, even I know. Can. You, yeah, you don't even know Joffrey's character yet. I know. Like, he like, says mm. one wrong thing, and you see Tyrion immediately whap him in the face, and you're like, "Why does he hate Joffrey so much?" Joffrey said one thing about how he doesn't like how women wail. That's mm-hmm. all he said about when when Bran got pushed out of the window. This is episode two when Joffrey actually spoke. So then you eventually realize how much of an a hole this guy really is, and Alex. You hated him so much. I hate him. We'll get to that later. So um, let's talk about the episode as a whole. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, down the line, any other big things we have to talk about? W- about this episode? Uh, the Iron Throne. Oh, it got melted. I'm happy about that. Drogon was like... I love it. L- uh, why did Drogon do this? I think of it more of a symbol of it's done. Like it's over? Like the, like, like that's kind of how I got it? How did Drogon know? What's your opinion, Rob? So... Uh, They're smart. That would be about the only th- problem I have in this entire um, episode. Episode is is Drogon's reaction to Daenerys dying, because so John's the one that killed her. Yes. Drogon clearly knows that John is the only person he's let past. Yeah. And then it's John and Daenerys, and Daenerys is dead with a knife in her, and Drogon goes into grief. And destroys the Iron Throne, hmm. right? So, in <laughs> for an intelligent creature, that's really stupid, right? Mm-hmm. But yes. for a dumb creature, that's very smart. So I'm kind of conflicted because if we're going to say that the dragons are extremely intelligent creatures, then there's he should have burned John right there on the spot. But I was expecting John is a Targaryen, and is... he knows that. Or Drogon knows that. And I think that's why, why he probably he did. Okay he's like, it. it's not that he's okay with it. He's pissed about it. But I think it's more, I mean, we're talking about an animal and how he's thinking. That doesn't matter. I want to know why it was written this way. I mean, I, guess- I just think it's like, you know what? This chair, it wasn't John. It's this chair that led to her death ultimately. But that's oh. an extremely complex, like, social. It's that a thing. dragon. It's not like, a dog. Well, but so I, I, I can agree in that. Okay. Like, with with the Targaryen, so John's a Targaryen. Drogon can't, like, if we say that Drogon can't attack him, mm-hmm. then it makes sense that he changes his rage over. And the only other thing worth any note is the chair. I still think that's kind of flimsy, but hmm. that that kind it's of very makes sense. that is a good though. inquiry. Like, I want to know it is, but it's, but, it's but, very but good cinematography. Is, is what it is. But what does it hold like? But there's no motivation really for Drogon to destroy that chair. Like that's that's my thing. Well, if you saw exactly. he, he growled at at John right before and then last second was like you know Right. Well that's 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 why I can agree with he knows John did it, but he's not going to attack him, so he lashes out at the next closest thing. He, well, okay, that's also it, but he focuses on the chair. 
<laughs> yeah. Not necessarily like the next big thing. He focuses on the chair, which he knows his mother wanted. That's what she wanted. <laughs> uh, how would he know that? But he's that, never though? seen it. Yeah. But he's, he's, okay, but like th- that's her mom. Like they have a connection. Okay? okay, she can talk to them and communicate with them. And what'd you guys think of that symbolism when she appeared for the first time in the beginning? Oh, of and the dragons the, behind the her? wings right behind her. It was I thought. Um, I thought of what's her name. Go ahead. One of my one of my, my the characters that I like. Oh, you, oh, you're talking about uh, Angel? Nope. From Borderlands. No. What? <laughs> uh, Lady, is it Olena? Olena. Olena. The grandmother? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking of, like, you're a dragon. Be a dragon. Oh. So I was like, that's exactly what I thought when the wings yep. came out. And I'm like, ooh, that's, that's cool. That's what a dragon would do. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And that's, that's exactly what a dragon would do. I love it. Um. So now that this episode is over with, are you guys happy with the episode? Yes. You guys said yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. I will say I, like I will say I am happy with it. I have a little bit of gripe with it just of how – easily it played out it felt like it played too easy on everyone aria it felt very lord of the rings-esque and i did not like the george rr R. martin happy ending that we got it's, that's what i'm I, like that's the only thing i'm like I'm, I'm iffy about but at the same time i'm like i would have been fine either way i was accepting in my head before we watched it it's either going to have a disney ending or like a lord of the rings ending mm-hmm. um or it's gonna have a Daenerys is going to go mad and just kill everyone. Right. Like, well, I don't think it's necessarily a happy ending, though. Not necessarily, because not everybody gets what they want. I don't think anyone gets what they want. The only... Arya does. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arya's a fan favorite. Like, if... if there would be outrage in the streets if something plot happened to Plot armor is what she if, got she this has. whole season. She's, she's had yeah. plot armor for, since, yes. like, season three. Um, yes. But... But no, I mean, if you look at John, right? I guess he's the closest outside of Arya to having, you know, a happy ending, and it's not even a happy ending mm-hmm. because, yeah, he gets to go north and he gets to be with the free folk, but he's killed the the woman that he loves. Sansa's yeah. pretty happy, I think. But Sansa has no family but anymore. Sansa, Sansa, Sansa had Sansa. to sacrifice everything that she stood for in order to free the North, and mm-hmm. now she's queen in the North. But there are no Starks left. Nope. Right. Brandon is king of the Six Kingdoms. John is has taken the black and he's gone north and Arya's gone west. Yeah. There's her parents are dead. She has no children. Tyrion her, is her husband. Her husband. Her living husband. But yeah. is the hand but of is the now, king. Which is where we end where we which started is, off. Exactly. And at the beginning of the ep- or beginning of the season or uh, sure. series. The matriarch of the Stark family <laughs> alone in Winterfell. And wow. the the and and then the surviving Stark, you know, yeah. Brandon. Right. In King's Landing. So I, I, I think, yes, she accomplished her goal, but she sacrificed everything to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so John's lineage now means nothing. Correct. Because they removed the bloodline from being king. Yep. Which is great. Which is fine because that just, that I don't want to say that ends John's story, but that ends the dilemma. It does. Of the, the, the line. line. The line mm-hmm. of, of kings. Yep. Um, I, wa- I want to go to uh, YouTube, Get some comments, YouTube uh, comments right now. Yeah, thanks for joining to... us live on YouTube, by the way. Um, don't be afraid to chime in. We'll... Uh, uh, you wave that way. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you waving? You're at waving the... at the screen. I, it's, I mean, it's like it's what I can see. You'll see yourself do it in just a second. It's, it's gonna be great. What do you All got? Right. So uh, we got a lot from Quinton, uh, uh, which is uh, we invited Quinton on for tonight, also to be the guest, but was not able to happen. So I'm going to keep him involved in this conversation as well. Um, John going to. Oh, I already read, read that one. <clears throat> uh, loved. 
prisoner Tyrion shutting down Grey Worm at the dragon pit. You don't get to make that decision. Then later, Bronn shutting him down. Grey Worm has always been all about death and justice. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the rule set doesn't work for Westeros law. He was out of his element. And then he said, where was my inside the episode? I want final thoughts from yeah. the directors. We were the exact same way. We got two trailers <laughs> for something we don't even care about. I was like, like I want the inside of the episode. <laughs> but we're going to get a documentary next week. Yes, we Maybe do. that's we, why they did Yes, we get the documentary. That, you know, if they give an inside of the episode now. No one's going to watch next right. week. Because one last bit of Game of Thrones they can um, squeeze before they do like a full like another spinoff. What's that? Um, okay, so we pretty much completed. We completed the we, episode. We completed the episode. I think what's best to do now is we go over our list. Yes, <laughs> I so totally agree. I, I think my we should go over the well. list and then we go into other things like favorite characters and things yes, like that. Yes, I totally agree. So I think. Uh, well, we uh, can talk about them if we want to, or no, let's just go no, over no, no. our list. That's fine. Um, so I, what we did, which I think a lot of people did, um, was right before the Battle of Winterfell, of Winterfell or the yep. Long Night episode. A lot of people made lists of, all right, where are the main characters at right now? How are they going to die? Will they die? Who's going to die? Who's going to live? And we did that. Then after that episode, we finalized our <laughs> our list. We and did. we just we made the top, like, what, 12? What? Or 20? No, I did, like, 20. There's, like, the top 20 main characters. Yeah. And we all, all three of us made a list. And Rob has been joining us um, every... Ever since episode two, which I think we should have been watching Game of Thrones with you a lot sooner. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, anyways, we're going to go down the list here because I, I haven't updated. I don't have a pen. Do you need one? Yes. Why? Do you seriously have a pen in your pocket? Dude. Holy crap. <laughs> nice. Yes, ladies, he is single. <laughs> <laughs> is that a pen in your pocket? <laughs> That's right. No, I'm just happy to see you. Aww. Okay. Um, okay, we also made bonuses. So originally it was just um, who lives, who dies, and then we would yeah. put a little asterisk next to a live and die and say for a bonus point, how did they live or why did they die or blah, blah, blah. Okay, so going down, we've got Jon Snow. All three of us said he lived. Yep. Um, I have an IT. Oh, Iron Throne. Nope. We don't no. get that bonus. You don't. You <laughs> but, don't get that. Uh, we all get that he lives, so mm -hmm. that's good. We all, we all said he gets the Iron Throne. That didn't work. Um, okay, so I said for Daenerys, dies. I said, bye, John. So got my bonus. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, Josh, you said dies by Varys. And Robbie said dies by Varys. Dang. <laughs> so I got my bonus. <laughs> wow. Okay, so so I want to make one thing clear here. You guys are making amends to this multiple times, and I, I'm fine with that. I stuck with mine mostly Actually, I want to say Alex did. You say you did. I made one amendment. Yeah, I think. I, think. I think I think you and I only did one or two amendments to our list. I think I made one amendment after the long night episode. Right, because and then we, after that we left it the same. Because there was an episode. There was episode four, and then there was the Battle of King's Landing. Was episode five. So we. I was like, now that now that we have the long night over, it was more of now we see where it's going. Now we right. can make more you know, better predictions for the end of the show. Yeah. Um. So Cersei, um, Cersei, we all said she died. Um, the only thing that uh, Rob said, which was uh, Cersei dies by John executed. <laughs> I put a big BS next to that. <laughs> Listen, for, for your uh, bonus. <laughs> Listen, okay, I could have written her death better than what happened. I know. Yeah, a lot um, of people are upset with that. All right, so I mean, I'm okay with it, but we're now on Tyrion. I said he lives, so he lives. Josh lives, and Robbie said he died by suicide. I put a BS. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, at one point it did almost look like that. It, it well, it felt, it felt like it was going to happen. Technically, if he would have killed um, uh, Daenerys, Daenerys right there, that's, that's suicide. suicide. <laughs> so I would have yeah. given that one to you. Yeah. Uh, Jamie. Um, Jamie's dead. I said he died. All three of us said he dies. We said by Cersei. We didn't get that point, but half a point because it controlled him. It vexed him to that point. Technically, yes, we get like Cersei is a hateful woman, and so is you know. Yes, Jamie. He can't help it. He's addicted to love. He is. Yes, that's very true. He loved two women at once. Uh, How dare he? So we all get our bonus and the point for Sansa. So Sansa, we say live, live, and live. And we said Winterfell. So meaning she's no, going to be the queen of Winterfell. I said that? All three of us did. <gasps> yep. Go, Josh. Um, wow, look at your foresight. Yes, at look at that. Look at that. <laughs> um, Arya, all three of us said she lived. No bonus. Yep. Uh, Bran, all three of us said he lives. No bonus. Didn't feel like he needed to die. <laughs> well, then again, no, a lot of people did. Well, of course, he's the king now. <laughs> right. Brienne, all three of us said she lives. No bonus. Uh, and I'll just go down the other list too. Uh, Jorah, he's dead. Um, <laughs> we all said he died. I was the only one with a bonus. I said protecting Danny. I got my bonus. That's not fair, though. Why he, is that not fair? Because he loved her unconditionally. Of course, he was. How is that not her. fair? I mean, on one hand, I'm inclined to agree with Alex. Uh huh. I mean, How is that not fair? Like, but it was obvious. It's a given. I, yeah, it was obvious. You could have. I could have said You could have, but you didn't. So I, get, I, I get the bonus. I'm the only one that really didn't try to go for bonus points, but it looks like I should have. I like style points. I, yeah, style points. Let's call them style points. That's right. Mm. Not bonus points. Bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> Varys. Varys is dead. Um, I said he lives. I didn't get that one. Josh says he lives. And Josh, you didn't get one. This is Rob's big win. Boom. He says dies by Tyrion. Doesn't say how, he's but right. technically he's right. Yeah. By Tyrion. Uh, Tormund. Tormund is alive. All three of us get a point. Yay. Uh, the Hound. This is, this is a, a big one. I big, think we all knew. A, a big win for me. Uh, the Hound, uh, died by brother battle. Uh, by brother battle is what I said. And we then, all knew that. But you didn't put happening. your bonus. You didn't put your bonus. That's not fair. Um, Josh says die. You say die. All right. So the mountain. This is my other big one. I said died by hound by fire. That, technically, that, that, <laughs> technically <laughs> he died by the hound going into the fire. We don't know his actual death, but we'll give it to you because Alex needs I to be right. that because of the big fire issue between them. So that's the only way it could have ended. And we knew this was happening, but we just didn't think that they were going to give it to us. Um, but you guys, you guys also get that, too, because you said die by the hound. Yes. Thank um, you. Sam. Sam lives. That's all we have. I'm surprised you said Sam lived. Bro. Because he's, he's I'm sure you, you were like, he, it's got to be a he's, death. He's the grand maester. <laughs> Brand the broken. Okay, which, and by I'm, the way, I'm is a bad that. title. I, I'm going okay. to like also. That. I don't know if, which one it is. I think it was you. I'm going to give you a bonus point because you said it's not written down, but I remember you saying that uh, he's going to become the Grand Maester or become a Maester. Yes. So I mean, I'm going to give you a point for that one. I I'm pretty sure I agree, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue for that. Um, Gendry. Gendry is alive. Yeah. And all Lord three of, of us. Storm's End. <laughs> he is. That's yes. awesome. Uh, Braun. All right, this is where some of us go. Uh, Braun, I said lives. Josh, you said dies. Oh, he needed to. <laughs> Rob said he lives. <laughs> Edison, that was easy. Um, he died. Uh, he died. He All was a member of the it. Night's Watch. Uh, Podrick lives. All three of us said he lived. Wow. Sir Podrick. I'm surprised you said that so, too. So, <laughs> Davos, all three of us said he lives. 
Um, Rob, you gave a bonus of John's hand. Uh, by the way, I just want to point out it was nodded to that Tyrion tried to make Davos the hand. Yes. Half a point. <laughs> Uh, just because he was going to be the hand. Yes. yes. Davos would have been a really good hand. Um, all three game. of us are wrong on this one. Who? Grey Worm dies. Oh, God. Yeah, no, he did not. Uh, Masande, she's dead. I said she's dead. Josh said she's dead. And Robbie said she lived. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Um, Euron. Uh, <laughs> we all guessed the same thing, which was Euron dies, which he's dead. All three of us guessed the same bonus, which was by a dragon. Rar. Didn't win. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was like, no, wait no, a minute. Your bonus was wrong. All of our, all no, of our bonuses. Um, killed him. This yeah. was a really big win for us for the long night, which was Theon. Theon is dead. We all said he died by the Night King. And yes. he did die by the Night King. I thought you said protecting Bran. Well, either way, I mean, both of them are correct. Right, because um, Bran was... Yara, we said L Yara lives. All three oh. of us got that right. Wow. So, <laughs> all right. This is uh, this is uh, just a couple more things here. I said... On the, on the back here. Yeah, this is the dumb stuff that Alex is, is the like. Dumb this is the stuff. extra stuff that's going to happen. This is the happen. extra stuff. This is what I thought was going to happen. Tyrion kills Cersei, goes back to Winterfell to Sansa. Rob says BS. <laughs> <laughs> so you get your BS. That's right. <laughs> um, I also said, um, uh, this is what I finally said for how the whole entire season was going to end. I wrote down, John turns against or questions Danny. Um, that's right. C calls for... Okay, calls for execution in front of everyone. Dracarys, he lives. Everybody blows. Oh, everybody yeah. bows to the new king. We didn't get that's a how I thought every how the, how Game of Thrones. Was I was end. waiting for John to get lit on fire. Yeah, yes. like the whole episode. That would have been cool. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's our list. Uh, I'll do tallies. We don't need a tally. I win. Actually, uh, actually I think I win. I think I, th <laughs> I I know I did not. I'll say that for sure. I get seven bonus points. <clears throat> Um, let's go to uh, YouTube real quick before we before we move on. Um, I'm so lost. I love watching as always, but I've never seen a Game of Thrones episode. Don't hate me from my, <laughs> from my dad. Thank you for watching at least. Yeah. Um, we've got Quentin again. Cersei's death was a homage to season one. Jamie and I are. Is that a quote? Uh, I think, yeah, that's a quote. Jamie and I are more than brother and sister. We shared a womb. We came into this world together. We belonged together. They died together as well. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I do I do believe that their death was actually worthy of them. Now, let's talk about some favorite characters. Yes. Um, now, we're yeah. all going to mention, of course, the main ones. I have a list of my favorites, and I have a list of my least favorites. I'm just going to go down some of them, and we can talk about them. Uh, first person I want to talk about is Sam. Sam is my number one favorite of the show. He is George R. R. Martin. You know who he is? He wrote A Song of Ice and Fire. He's Sam. He's Sam. From, yes, from, from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Because <laughs> Sam finished the book in Lord oh of the Rings. Oh, my God, he's he did, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam Tarly, Samuel Tarly, was a meister now, meister, uh, and he wrote A Song of Ice and Fire. Wait, but well, he, 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 helped, didn't, he, he helped, helped write he it. He helped write it. Oh, okay, he helped he write it. He gave yes. the title. Oh. Um, <laughs> I do not like, though, like, it was funny, but I don't like the fact that they didn't put Tyrion in that book. They're going to. I know, but it's like, well, I don't know, but... I don't think that was necessary to say, like, I don't think you were mentioned. <laughs> that, yeah, it was just a little bit of comedy you needed to I, break. I think the, that was just kind of, yeah, the comedy to, to break get the you ice through there. It. Yeah. But still, I, don't, I just don't think that was, like, he deserves more than that. I don't know. I think it's fine. Um, I, 
Tyrion never wanted anything anyway. <laughs> no, he like he he no. didn't want any notoriety or anything. He just wanted to whore and drink around, mm-hmm. or drink and whore around rather. Drink around and whore. I mean, <laughs> either one's fine. You know, you can do whatever you want. Right. Um, but that's that's really all he re- really wanted to do. He had no expectations from his family. Uh, no. You know, he was just kind of thrust into all of these roles. He continuously turned them down. Yep. And they only took them out of, like, a sense of responsibility first to his family. And then I think, like, Varys kind of rubbed off on him, like, to the he realm, did. you know, to to bettering everyone. When Tyrion got intro- kind of more introduced to Varys when we did, that was when he was also learning Varys as a person. And we didn't trust him either. We didn't trust right. Varys no. most of the time. Mm-mm. And I got to say, Varys was on my top of favorites. And then it started to decline as the seasons went on. For Just for some reason, he just his scenes were great. His dialogue was great. But his character was too old school. Like, he was too much well, for the old country. It, it's... It's kind of difficult with Varys because in the books, you never see his point of view. He's only ever told uh, through other characters' point of views. Really? Oh. Yeah, so you get a little more insight on Varys hmm. in the show okay. than you do in the books. Um, but he still plays essentially the same role. Right. Um, I liked Varys quite a bit. I did. Um, I did like him. But, he, was, he was good. But going back to, to Tyrion real quick, I, I, don't, I don't have any issue with uh, him not being mentioned in the book because mm. even though he kind of was like, oh – uh, okay, uh, like he's never really cared. Okay, about, you that's know, good. That's and, good that he yeah. doesn't care then. Right. Um. What do you, you guys want to name a favorite character? Um. I, I think I'm gonna throw you throw you might for I I'm throw you might. I think I'm gonna throw you for a loop, or I yeah. might throw you Go for ahead. a loop. Um. One of them is gonna be Joffrey. You like Joffrey. So, you okay, love to no, hate no, no. him, right? Yes, it's a love hate thing because out of every TV show I've ever watched. He was the first and probably one of the only uh, enemies or bad guys in a show that made my blood boil so bad. Uh, watching, really? Watching the first season uh, and then at the end where he just goes, eh, you know, fuck Ned, Ned Stark and chops his head off anyway. Like, that was just, that was like the first big, like, oh, holy shit moment. It was. And, you were still learning about Joffrey at that point. Like, you know, he had a tipping point or some kind of cuckoo about him, but like he pretty much told Sansa, Oh, you know, it's fine. I won't kill him. Mm -hmm. And then just go ahead and beheads him. And it's just kind of like this. And then that's the season ends. And you're just like, I I never had my blood boil so bad after an episode. And then of course, like you, now we go through season two and then season three. And then you're like, you see how much more of a, uh, a crazy person he, he was is. Insane. He, he, was, he was insane. He was insane, and he just needed to be slapped by Tyrion a little more. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, you hoped every single episode that some someone was going to kill him, and mm. it just wasn't happening. And then it finally happened. And I don't know if I was satisfied with his death or not, but we just got done watching the Purple Wedding again for the second time ever, and I, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a good. It death. felt better <laughs> it watching was it. Slow and not quick, and his all of his insides are burning and melting. I'm like, that's how he deserves to die. But he was like probably one of the most hated characters. Are you happy with his outcome? Ever. Yes. Yeah. Of course I am. He's dead. <laughs> that's, how, that's what I wanted from season one. I wanted him to die. Okay. It's horrible that he had to last through what season four. Yeah, it's it's hard to have uh. a, a series or anything go on without a good villain. To it's not it's not you have to have an antagonist a protagonist like balance. And mm-hmm. Game of Thrones started losing that balance towards the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Towards I the end of this so. series as well. Um, um, but- favorite character. I was also going to add Joff- Joffrey's whoever played his character. Yeah. It's just, he did an amazing job. He did a good job. Amazing job. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised that he, you know, wasn't 
hurt in the streets after <laughs> <laughs> afterwards like people going oh why'd you kill Ned Stark I'm just an actor <laughs> <laughs> who do you got Rob who's one of your favorites well so actually your uh, antagonist and protagonist uh, comment kind of segues nicely into my absolute all-time favorite character who's that ever Peter Baelish. You like Baelish. You really like Baelish. I do. He is a sneaky little shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because without Baelish. Oh, you have nothing. There is literally no show. There was no Game of Thrones. There's no show. He started it all. He did everything. Everything, everything is uh, Littlefinger's machinations. Yep. All the way down, like from, from beginning to end, Littlefinger did it all. If if you want to think of it in terms of like pop culture, uh, an easy way to think is Star Wars. Joffrey is Vader, mm-hmm. and Littlefinger is the Emperor. That makes sense. That's like Joffrey is the 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 big in the face, the well Joffrey and then Cersei really, but yeah. the, like there's there um all the way up until uh, season seven, right? Right, he dies in seven. Yes, yeah, seven. Um, it's there's always yes. a big bad that's right up there in the front, mm-hmm. and it's been Joffrey, it's been Cersei. Like the right. whole time, but okay. they're really being manipulated the entire time mm-hmm. by Littlefinger. So Littlefinger, and and he's super clever. So not only does he manipulate the Lannisters and the Baratheons and the Tullys and literally Santa. everyone, every Stark. everyone in Winterfell, he yes. also manipulates the Starks. He's so hard, and it's clear that the Starks are really what the entire um, show. And everything is, is based around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, Danny's kind of a, um, um, like, a, a break from them. She's kind of like a, yeah. a foil against them. Yeah. Because she's, like, the leader that John could have been. Like, but he's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and so that's why they draw all those comparisons. But, like, Littlefinger is just going through and doing, like, literally whatever he wants so he can gain it. And he's successful at it the entire time. Hmm. That's why he's my favorite. I will say that his death was extremely satisfying. Well, yes. of course. I mean, because because it's it's two different kinds of evils, right? It's yeah. very easy to hate Joffrey because he beats people, he kills people, he tortures yeah. them. It's the same thing like Ramsay. Yeah. You know, it's very easy to hate those people, right? Oh, absolutely it was. But Baelish on the outside is this. You super- love to you love to hate I hate uh, Baelish. Like he, it's more love just because he's a he's a fun character. He's a sneaky guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like. He, you would never see yourself in a bar drinking with Joffrey. No. Nope. But, you, but you could see yourself doing with with Littlefinger. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be like, you know, charming and blah, blah. And <clears throat> side note, that's how a lot of serial killers are. They're fantastic. <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's a very clear cut yeah. from from the face that they present out versus what they're actually doing. And, and Littlefinger is just like that. He is on the face. He is fr- like everyone knows he's slimy. But yeah. he's so charismatic and good at what he does; it doesn't matter. People still flock to him. People still do what he want, what he wants because mm-hmm. what he's offering them, or what what they perceive that he's offering him, is just so much greater than the risk of dealing with him is. Are you happy with his outcome? Um, yes and no. He's yeah. not dead in the books. No, he's not. So. And a lot of people aren't dead in the books, right? Like yeah. if if you know, like yeah, uh, most I know nothing about the books. The you show, know nothing. For Alex. the show, I'm okay with it, really. Like because <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. Like he's you not have to re- close it. He's not going to get away from it. And the way the the way the show went after it it passed the books, mm-hmm. th- there's no need for him. Right. Like he served okay. his entire purpose. Uh, my next favorite is I gotta say Sir Gregor Clegane or the Hound. I love every scene he's in. 
every single scene he's in. I have loved him ever since. Well, at the start, I wasn't so sure what to think of him. It took me a long time to really get to like him after about season four, right when he has Arya in his in his grasp and, and he has her as, as hostage. Uh, that was a great time for you to learn who the Hound was. Earlier seasons, you just thought of him as a real asshole. But rewatching the series, I love his character. He is a real guy. I'm the exact same way. I really didn't care for him I until hated like him. until like the last couple seasons. Yeah. And then now that we're rewatching it, every scene you can tell like for one, he's slightly a coward. He's, like, he's, he's sick of things. He's he's <laughs> he doesn't want to serve anybody. He I mean, he's a killer, but it's more of like I think he does it out of just rage and but like Ari is just kind of his daughter he's never had kind of thing absolutely um and then their their last scene together in season eight where he's just you know if you if you come with me you're gonna die and i don't think you want that like and it was just kind of like this that's weird Arya stood the test of time and faced evil stared at them in the eye and got scared at king's landing i don't think it it because it was more real to her i don't know what was was necessarily scared um, I think it was more, well, I mean, yeah, while well, the dragon and stuff is going by and killing everybody, I think it's definitely that. But mm. when she's leaving, uh, the hound, I think it was more of a, remember what she lives by. Like, what do we say to the, the God of death? Not today. So, and Clegane looked at her and said, if you come with me, you're dying. And it's more of a, hmm. I'm not supposed to die. I'm supposed to live. Like, uh, I think it's really more of a realization than it is, um, getting afraid. Okay. Right, because she does go with the intent um, not to come back. Yeah. You know, they talked about it on, on the King's Road on the mm-hmm. way down yeah. at the end of the long night. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me, you're good. The um, w- what it really is, at least what it looks like to me, is that um, she doesn't want because she has all the skills needed to be an assassin, to be a killer, to be a ruthless person, but she doesn't want to turn out like the Hound. No. Like she doesn't want to be driven by revenge which is what her entire she list is about she was. and she Ever. has been mm-hmm. and i think that their whole relationship like especially in season eight where it ends is the realization the hound is he's past it like he can't go back he okay. has to see it through yeah there's still a chance for Arya. like she if she follows him then she's going to end up just like him she's going to be the next one on but him. if she doesn't she still has her entire life well that, that too because she's so young and he's so old and it's kind of like hey i'm I'm mm-hmm. on my way out, and I've lived my whole life like this. You, you still have a choice, right? I get um, it. I'm happy with his outcome. I think he. I think everything happened the way it needed to with him. The uh, Clegane Bowl, yeah, was amazing. Everything I wanted it to be. That, oh, and I'm, I'm. I have to mention Cersei walking by. <laughs> that was probably the best scene in that whole episode. Which it was just hilarious. Like, Excuse I'm me, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like. She even like just had her head down, like you know. There was like that meme of when mommy and daddy are fighting or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's just like sneaking past. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of (laughs) here. Like that was just you. You couldn't help but laugh at that point. It was a serious moment, but it was like shit's going down. (laughs) I gotta get out of (laughs) here. Excuse me. (laughs) So, um, who's who's next on your list, Alex? Who else do you think is your? Um, I really like Oberyn. And Oberyn. I am I am not happy with his outcome. No. <laughs> I think that he was short-lived. a short-lived character. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed him. Um we're just now watching where we're introduced with him like in the short like what five episodes that he's actually in. Yeah. Um I 
I don't. I know he goes up against the mountain and gets his uh, head broken oh, like a freaking God, one of the worst melon. scenes ever. I I did not like that. Like I was actually very. I don't want to say heartbroken, but I had my jaw on the floor when his head busted open, and I'm like, oh my god, they actually just the same way that everybody thought like, oh, he's this best. He's the best warrior. He's gonna take down the mountain. This is the guy that's gonna do it. I thought for sure that he was actually gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I I really like his personality. He's just he's a very He's also, I don't want to say attractive, but he's charismatic. like, he's a very, I, I'm a very, I'm pulled to a lot of charismatic characters. I just, I really like them. And he's all about like, I'm awesome. And I'm, I am this suave. I'm suave. Like, I don't know. I really liked <laughs> yeah. his character. I'm putting I words just, in your mouth. I'm giving I, you the, I, the, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I, I, he's very short lived, but he was a great character and I liked him yeah. a lot. And he, he meant a lot for bringing in the history between the mountain and, and what Dorn. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. what happened in Dorne. Yeah. Um but, but it was just, he's too short lived. Yeah. Too short lived. Who do you got? Who's your next favorite? One of your faves. My You don't have to be a throw for a loop kind of guy. <laughs> no. Actually all of my favorites um follow pretty much the same theme. Oh, okay. Uh, so my number two yeah. is Varys. Now I will agree Varys is a is a very heavy favorite, but he's not oh he is on my list, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of happy with his outcome and not I don't think he needed to die needed to die for that type of reason that he did the quote treason that kind of happened. What are you looking at? My list. Oh, okay. I, I think he did. Like, you think he did? Like, you think so, it's purposeful? So he spends the entire time basically under scrutiny by pretty much everyone who was in Tyrion yeah. um, until later. Right. Right. And all Varys has ever done is attempt to protect the realm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's kind of a big thing. That, like, the maesters of um, whatever castle or keep that they're in, like, they aren't supposed to hold any loyalty to any house. They are the maester of the building, the area, the lordship, all mm-hmm. of that. So it doesn't matter who owns it, right? Right. Well, Varys, as the master of whispers, is the same way, except for he is beholden only to the realm. It does not matter what ruler is on the throne. Hmm. He wants what's best. What's best for the people. And... He's he's always shrouded in mystery, you know. He's he's doing all these things, and then you get to see. I think it's season five or six when you finally learn uh, where he gets all of his information from, and it's the children. Yeah, and it just shows you a different side of Varys. That while yes, he is just like Tyrion is, just like you know previous hands have been, where he is ruthless and he will do absolutely whatever he believes is necessary to get the job done to do what's best for the realm. He's also got this side to him where he's like, but the kids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. you know, and, and, and that shows, in my opinion, a lot in the uh, uh, last episode where, uh, you know, Varys isn't mad at Tyrion at all. No. He's, ha- he's, 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 he's you know, like, I just hope I'm right. I hope I'm right. Yeah. Or, or I hope I'm hope wrong. I'm wrong. Or I hope I'm wrong. I, 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 ho- I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't have any ill will really to Daenerys. He doesn't have any ill will against anyone. He's just doing what he views as the only thing he can do to protect the realm. I agree. And I and I like him because not only that, but these are the decisions that he's making while having access to knowledge that no one else does. Mm-hmm. If right. there is if there is ever a character outside of maybe Littlefinger who has the actual big picture, it's Varys. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Everything. Are you happy with his outcome? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I wouldn't say I'm happy. I'm 
okay. I mean, I'm I'm bummed that that he got roasted. Right? <laughs> yes, but it. It, it did serve a purpose that, like, yes, Varys really is the kind of man who will stand up. Mm. And and mm. just kind of like how with Grey Worm, before he does his whole season eight. Ugh, um, yeah. Uh, but but, <laughs> but they've made a point, at least in the show, where that um, these two men lack the equipment to be men. Yes. But they turn out to be better men. Because of, because of that. Because of that. Because of that's a really They're not good controlled point. by their hormones or any form of attraction. They are concerned about life, livelihood, and what's next to come. Right. And, and then, then Grey Worm just goes, blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to take it to YouTube. Yeah, real go quick. ahead. Get some comments from YouTube real uh, quick. Comments from YouTube. We got favorite characters from Quentin here. Uh, Tyrion, um, or his hate for him, was his downfall. Um, I can agree with Littlefinger. I will say that all of his cunning knowledge is now thriving in Sansa. Uh, she was smart in getting independence from the kingdoms, a total Littlefinger move. Yeah. Um, oh, she was like, oh, sorry, we're splitting. <laughs> oh, did I? Did we Did we say that wrong? What? Um, Sandor Clegane, not yeah, you said Gregor. Gregor. S- Sandor's the hound. Gregor is the mountain. Did, Did we I say, say that wrong? Oh, we probably said oh, that wrong. Oh, Sandor. I'm really sorry. Yeah, sorry I about went that. through the entire thing saying, but we, we did say the hound yes, most the of hound. the time. The um, game Bowl. Yes. Um, okay. Um, we've got Arya leaving that. was moved for me. A realization was moved for me. Was it mo- was moving? Oh, okay. Um, Sandor asked her, do you want to end up like me? And she realizes that she doesn't want the list of names anymore. She wants a full life, a life without revenge. Then why doesn't she just be a lady with Gendry? I'm sure he'd be really but, happy. But that's not Arya. Yeah, She's a tomboy. She, she doesn't want to be... She wants to be like uh, Yara. Yeah. Kind well, kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, she's never been a lady. <laughs> she ever. threatened Yara pretty damn quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. I was like, I want to see Arya do one more move, you know? <laughs> Just one more. Yeah. Um, uh, my next favorite, uh, Davos Seaworth. I think this guy is without a shadow of a doubt, one of my favorite peaceful men who really just tried to do what's right by him and what he believed, not by what other people believed, not by what, what, what he was being told. He never switched his religion. He was always being, you know, forceful upon trying, he, he, he released Gendry from death. You know, that yeah. was a main, that was a main move that I, throughout the entire series, I was always focused on Danny John and anything happening in King's Landing. Everything else I didn't care about. That's the thing. Everything else outside of that is what really mattered. Like watching the series <laughs> a second time Pretty through, much. you're seeing what's We're, happening I'm with Bran. T- yeah, I'm paying more attention to Bran, more attention to Varys, more yeah. attention to Tyrion, and uh, I can't really say Tyrion, but all the little and the Baratheons characters. now too. More yes. like mm-hmm. I never paid attention. I, to I did them. not. Uh, uh, I completely forgot about Gendry. Yeah. Like completely. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, like when you, you see just, Gendry in season you totally six forget, or like, seven. He's a big character. <laughs> right. Right. So Davos has he stuck through a lot. And you don't realize what all he lost. He lost his son. He lost his honor. He lost his hand half his hand. <laughs> he lost uh uh a lot of his, his word because he went against Stannis many, many times. He went he went against the king, his king many times. Uh and he also lost uh, his best friend, Stannis' daughter. Like, he got really close to her, and she got burned up. And I think that uh, Davos 
is one of my favorites because he has endured so much and stayed true to who he really was. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a whole speech. I Davos is one of my faves. Uh, who's next for you, Alex? We'll, we'll do one more for each, and we'll start. We'll start moving on to hated. I hateful. always, I always remember, or I always forget her name, Lady Olana. 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 <laughs> yes. She's. She just. She reminds me of a woman that I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> she's real. <laughs> like she's. She, she's, she's real. real. <laughs> she's a real woman. <laughs> she don't need no man. <laughs> she talks. Didn't she talk about like getting gas from food or something? Yeah, or, she does. She doesn't she's, care who's like, around she, her. I. I. She's. She's a real woman. Like yeah. she. She's just at that age where she's like, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just there. Everything about her, every scene is just awesome. Like you can't have her in a scene and like not like her. She, right. I, I understand. Happy with her outcome. I'm sad that she's dead, but at the same time, like I kind of knew it was going to happen. Right. Um, but finding out that she was the one that, that poisoned, poisoned Joffrey. Joffrey. If you watch that scene, you can see it happen. Not, you, don't no, see it, you, you don't see, see the, the actual, actual cup, but you just you watching watch and you're it. like, oh my God, it's so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's so obvious that she does it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause at that scene, if you're not watching anything, um, I mean, at the, you can even see it because, you know, eventually they find the Sansa's jewel or whatever from her necklace. Mm -hmm. In the scene, she goes up and touches her and you see the gem missing after she's done. She I'm like, grabs it off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only people like were uh, when uh, Joffrey starts uh, gagging, you know, um, you just you see. Uh, holy crap. Marjorie. Marjorie go. Uh, like, oh, my God, he's choking somebody. Yeah. Nobody else does anything. You just see Tyrion go, oh, my gosh, you know, my gra your grace, what's what's going on? And then you see Lady Olena, like, go, well, I better say something. Somebody save your king. They all, <laughs> like, it's they just all try like, to like, act like they're acting into it. Like, they're all you helping. You can tell that they're acting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's acting, acting. it's perfect. <laughs> she's she's kind of like the Baelish a little bit. Like on their uh, on their side, yeah. yeah she she was a little like bit of she, spidery. She she's spider and she gets to know everybody from being this like old woman who don't care about anything. We'll get on your good side. Let me be your grandma. Yeah, minute. pretty much. Um, have a cupcake. <laughs> Tell me have your a lemon cake. A lemon cake. <laughs> a lemon cake. Yep. I don't know. I think the best she could be be is Baelish light. Like, well, of course, she doesn't she have the no, like because she only really played like that one sneaky move, and she really did it because she's old. And doesn't care anymore, mm -hmm. and was trying to protect Marjorie from, like, from Joffrey. From Joffrey, right? yeah, so, right. So, like, I don't know. They're different motivations. I wouldn't necessarily compare her to Baelish. I mean, it was a sneaky thing, <laughs> but that's like something Littlefinger could do with his little finger. Mm. Whatever. Right. Either way, I really love her. She's, I, I like her. She's right, one of get, my. Favorites. You get one more of your faves. See, it's hard because I have two that are tied, but. Okay. I think I think I'm gonna go with this one. Yeah, and that's gonna be Brand the Broken. Brand the Broken. Brand the Broken. Brand, always. Brand. Brandon Stark. I he... have always loved him. So why is he first of his name? Because he's Brandon because Stark. He's Brand the Broken. He's no longer Stark. No. Well, he is, but he's Brand the Broken of House Stark. Okay. Right. So it, it's it's different. Um. Just. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. It's it's different. So it's different because yes, there was like Brand the Builder. Um, he built the wall. Yeah. And he was Brandon Stark. But like this, this is a whole like the the whole emphasis with with Brand becoming king mm -hmm. is that you know that wheel truly is broken. 
It is. Uh, you know, everything's new. And as they pointed out, Bran can't have any children. He can't. So they're going to choose the new king the same way they did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, they just did, which is fantastic. But mm. the reason I like Bran is because he's always been a warg. And so even before he got his green sight and everything like that and became the, the three-eyed raven, right. he was always special. And he was always, like, doing things. Mm-hmm. He's busy. Right. So so he goes north of the wall. And, north, wow. North of the wall. And he, you know, he deals with the white. He's a cripple dealing with the white walkers. Right. Like, that's badass to begin with. <laughs> like, they, they kind of glossed over just, like, when you think about it, when Tyrion is explaining why Bran's story is so good, like, he just kind of glosses over it. But if you think about it, he's a cripple dealing with white walkers and the children of the forest. Why does that give him such a crown, though? And the Night King and the Three-Eyed Raven. Like, if you think of all the big players, Bran's been there for all of it. Hmm. Okay. I would... You can argue that. You know, there's plenty of people who were there throughout the whole time. But what makes Bran special, though, is once he becomes the Three-Eyed Raven... He now knows everything. Yeah. The only other person who could have been on the throne that I'm just a little disappointed was not was John. Could have. John didn't want doesn't it. Doesn't matter if he didn't want it. John would have been a terrible king, though. Mm. Like, everyone says that he wouldn't have. but it would've... He would have been a good king, but he would have been... Everybody else would have to. Uh, how do right, I put the this? the hand would be running the country yes. again. Yeah, like John, John would just not, be like, whatever you say. John's a warrior. He's a he's an idealist. Yeah. Okay. Like he has these very strong principles that he holds to, and he will not break from them. Which, you know, that's why he he murdered Danny. It you know because like that's what, but with him trying to decide how to run a country, yeah, he, he's not going to be good at it at all. It would have hundred percent fallen to Tyrion. And it would have been kind of like the the flip side where, uh, once again, the hand is running the kingdom as, as it's been going on for like the last 60 years. So at least with, with Bran and his wealth of knowledge coming from his green site that, you know, he, he will be a good king. But I like Bran because he is he know he I, I don't know if it's if, if he has manipulated people into where they need to be kind of or if he, he just did. or if he just knows I think he what's just going knows. to happen and then he gives them that little push when they falter <laughs> i think that that's look at everything he says he's always like you're you did what you were supposed to do every like you were where you were supposed everything to be everything like, you've done i don't, has brought I, you I to don't where think that are. he i think he says what is supposed to be said when he's supposed to say it just like he tells everybody else i don't think he pushes people to do stuff because then you'd be messing with the future right true true because i mean technically he saw the future we we just sent you the clip of yeah. he can see what's going mm-hmm. to happen with the dragon and king's yeah, landing that's kind of crazy that we saw the dragon fly over like, king's and, landing and then the, and you, then also, the throne. you also saw it today actually i don't know if you guys uh saw but uh drogon was flying in the shadow showed up again oh i guess i didn't see that i didn't see this um, city coverage shot We'll have to watch it I'm again. I'm pretty certain it was today. Um, mm. Anyways, but you see, uh, I totally lost my train of thought here. Brain um, in the future. Yes, brain in the future. Oh, what was the Night King shot too? Like that that shot that you were talking I, about. I, I still don't know. Yeah, the I don't shot know. where you, where it was uh, you're um, looking under ice. Oh yeah, you that's where I was King's going with face. it. Um, so brain can see the future. He knew all these people had to die. Everybody had to die, but it was for the best ending. 
if you think about it, he's he's, he's, he's selfish. He just wanted everybody to die so he could become king. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no, he's, he's Doctor. St I like the Doctor Strange he's, one more. He's Doctor Strange. There's yes. 14 million outcomes, and this is the one where we win. Only exactly. One. That's that's exactly what it is. Yep. Uh, so, um, can I go to uh, YouTube real quick? Sure. Um, I did. Uh, Quentin pointed out. I forgot a comment. Um, go ahead. Okay, uh, for the grand scheme of things, who played Game of Thrones the best? I vote Tywin. He knew how to play the leverage of gold, violence, war, or raw power and fear. He didn't strike enough fear into Tyrion, though. Tyrion or his hate for him was his downfall, is what yes. he said. Yes. That, I read it wrong. If Tyrion had loved, or if, if he had loved Tyrion, I think that Tywin would have easily still... He'd still be. I don't know. If he's still I, alive. I don't know if he'd still be alive, but he still would have. He would have made it to the things. end. He would have made it to yeah. where, where we are. He made it. He would have made it close to season eight. I think had had he not let his guard down, thinking that Tyrion was worthless, and not thinking <laughs> he got that, shot on the toilet. He did. He did. That's a way to go. That's a way to go. Um, let's talk about most hated characters now. I'm going to throw a big one in here, and I'm going to say my all-time most hated character, just because every single time I saw him on screen, I needed to look away and get away from the screen. That's Rob Stark. I fucking hate Rob Josh Stark. Josh does not like Rob. I hate every Rob Stark. Every time we watch, we've watched it through again, and he's like, I really I just hate don't like him. I hate Rob Stark. <laughs> he is, he's a douchebag. <laughs> he's, he thinks he was high and mighty. He left. He let his confidence get the best of him. I don't like people like that. Rob Stark needed to go. He was too confident in his honor. John was getting close. John was getting real close, but John had the people on his side. Rob had his name. That's all he had. I'd agree. Name and honor. I get it. And Caitlin, Catlin, however you want to pronounce her name, she's she was pulling the strings for Rob and tried, but Rob was ultimately the one who controlled his downfall. The red wedding or the yeah, the red wedding was due to him thinking that he had the name behind him. And he really didn't. He really didn't. His 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 downfall was him being too honorable and his name thinking he had it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One of my hated characters, Alex. You, you really hate him. I do. Um I really didn't like uh <laughs> Do we need to pass on you? Yeah, pass on me for a second. Yeah. My all time hated One person? of one of your one of your hateds. But Stannis I just, Baratheon. Stannis. Oh, okay, Stannis. Okay, I, I, I can agree with Stannis. But, but, <laughs> but I hate him for probably different reasons than most people. Okay. Was it his religion view? He's useless. He was pretty, He was very... He, he didn't want the crown. He's, yeah, he, he did? No, he didn't. He, he just he wanted the name. Like He wanted the power. He wanted to be king because that was his birthright. You, like Robert, yeah, okay. Robert the Usurper took King's Landing. Stannis was on his council... Stannis should have been next in line. Like so okay. so if you think about it that way, Stannis really was the only person who had a true claim to the throne outside of Daenerys. Okay. Um however And Aegon. Well, yeah, and Aegon. Um <laughs> but he's useless the entire time. Like so he makes one good play uh up in the north with uh saving the Night's Watch from from the Wildlings. And we'll talk about the battles that's right? that's coming up here. But outside of that, he doesn't do anything other than fuck up. Like the yeah, show. <laughs> he does. You know, like it, he's he's just terrible. Oh my! The only thing he didn't mess up or fuck up, as you say, is killing Renly, who is another pointless character. Right. 
like I just just I get it because like Storm's End is super important, mm-hmm. but like he's just bad. <laughs> like I just I don't know. But like I he's don't, just I bad. love it. I that should be the title of today's episode. But like he's just bad. <laughs> like I, I I hate him. Like if I had to pick, like I can I can find reason that is good and and explanation for what a lot of the characters do. Uh, things they don't agree with, like, you know, evil things and, and all of that. Stannis is just, like, a blob of goo in armor <laughs> that, like, is bad. Like, it's oh, just, there, there's, there's nothing there, you know? And then at least he goes out in a decent way, mm-hmm. but I, I hate, I no. That is great. It's a no for me, though. That is good. Alex, you got, you got yours? I guess I'm just going to go with... Um... Battle of the Bastards. What's his name? Oh, you want to go with Ram uh, Ramsey? Ramsey Bolton. Yes, I'm gonna go with Ramsey. He. I'm just. I, I don't hate him. It's more of just like he just. It's kind of like the same way with Joffrey. Joffrey, I loved his character, but I think that um, there there's a difference between the hate that I had for Joffrey versus the hate that I had for um, for Ramsey. Just because every time Ramsey was on screen and the things that he would do, he just made my stomach turn. He did it for himself entirely. Like he, he was, was, he was way too like it was the eyes. It was just, I mean, he's a great character. Like he, we we needed this character, but it was like everything. Like he took Joffrey stuff to a new level <laughs> because he was like free to do so, and no one was like. I mean, the fact that just the one scene we just watched where. Um, some they were in the forest hunting a girl, mm. and then he seeks the dogs on her at the end. Like it's just you didn't need to do some, that. There's a, a <laughs> screw not loose. It's, there's like five screws missing <laughs> right. up there. So it's just Joffrey was like there's a there's a difference for me. Like saying like Joffrey was like one of my favorite characters because he was just one that I hated the most. Ramsey's just on this level of like he just disgusts me. Yeah. <laughs> like Joffrey disgusts me, but like Ramsey's like I just every time he's on there, my stomach's just in in my mouth. Like it's ugh. <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't go to a parade in Ramsey's honor? No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no no. Uh, I'm gonna go with my next one. Uh, I am going to say my other hated one is. Caitlin or Catelyn Stark. And I you could see that with my speech about Rob. And it's the same. The name and the honor that they try to portray didn't work. When the Red Wedding happened, she tried to say, on my house, on my name, I swear to you, just let him go and all this stuff. It'll never happen. And, and Frey said, why would I honor you when you already said you would swear to me on these other things and you, you basically just slapped me in the face? Caitlin Stark was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> she was too old generation. That's what we saw at the beginning of the series was the new generation rising up and being the rise of changing the power of the country and the old generation getting phased out. And you saw it with every single person. Ned's death, Catelyn's death, mm-hmm. Rob's death, uh, uh, Stannis's death, all their old names going away and dying. You're seeing houses fade away. And Catelyn was one that just like the houses have to stand. I saw her on screen the first few seasons and I was annoyed, just annoyed with her. And, and the fact that lady Stoneheart was never come to be has also been an annoyance to me. That would have saved her for me. Like Arya eventually kind of became that, but we're not, it was Arya ever going to become that kind of character in the books. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, she goes through. She does. She gets her list. She she learns to be faceless. Like, okay, like that's still there. Like that's Arya. Then why like, did they do that the way they did? For the uh, for the show, there's George R. R. Martin wrote so many characters that to expect all of them, even the ones that have like quote unquote major minor parts. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not feasible to put in that show. Really? Right. We'd still we we would have like another ten ten seasons Ooh. of of Game of Thrones, right? Of writing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there's extra just, dialogue like, and action, and, and like they're doing the 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 pre the, the pre uh, sequel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, now, yeah. Which I think Spin-offs, is gonna yeah. gonna answer a lot with the beginning because I think mm-hmm. to be honest for me the beginning what starts the Game of Thrones is the most interesting out of it all. It's interesting but it's the hardest to think about because you're not seeing it so you right, have all you, these names that you're like you can't put faces on. Exactly. You're like what the hell are they talking right, about? You, you only get the aftermath of what happens yeah. mm-hmm. and then very rarely do you even get to see like I want to see what, the Mad King. Right. <laughs> it's like you only ever got to see Fat Robert. Yeah, like, and Robert's a badass. You got to yeah. see Skinny Ned. You, well, right, but like, <laughs> like Robert Baratheon is a total badass. Yeah, like a total. He seems badass. like a, like he'd be a good king. Like he seems like he'd be. Oh, a, he's, no, he's a terrible king. Oh, well, he seemed like he'd be. A, I liked his character. Right, but but just yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. So. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other characters you dislike that you want to talk about? I don't really have anyone else um, on my list that's really I, I have mentionable. Two. Um, who's Who's the squire boy? Lannister. Roderick? Oh, wait. The cousin? Cousin. Um, screws Cersei. He's blonde. Ends up giving in to Tyrion. He, was, he wasn't pretty. He wasn't main oh enough my, to really be I on I know, our... but I don't like him. I don't remember what his name. What the heck is his name? Quentin, you know who I'm talking about. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Give um, it a little bit. He might get, He might tell you. Uh, okay, so yeah, and I don't like Aunt Lysa. Oh, okay. I don't like her. Hashtag titty milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, like... Well, she went I, crazy. I didn't like her at all. Like, she was very, like, <sighs> Catelyn went there to be like, hey, this with Tyrion, help. <laughs> and she's like, fuck you. you know, okay, <laughs> like, so. There was, like, no sisterly love whatsoever. It's like, there was nothing. I'm like, did you guys even have a relationship? What did I miss? <laughs> like, why did you go here? Your sister's a bitch. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Like, God, what the frick is his name? <laughs> well, he couldn't tell? He didn't tell you? But anyways, I want to talk about that, about, um, what, what's her name? Lancel. Lancel. Right? Lancel. Yes. Lancel Lannister. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I don't know how it just popped <laughs> in my head. I don't like Lancel Lannister. Lannister. He just, he's a scrawny little blonde, like. Doesn't he join the Faith Militant? Yes. Yeah, yeah he chops off all of his hair. That's, and that's what gets Cersei. Turns Cersei oh into the walk gosh. of shame, all that stuff. The Faith Militant has got to be a group that really annoyed the crap. Lance that Lance, was a, that you. was a filler episode or filler se- uh, part of the season when the Faith Militant and the High Sparrow became to power. That was just a whole waste, I think. It did I wipe out all so. the Tyrells yeah. and um, the King as well right. due to su- suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I don't know. I, I I think it was important because it's not played up as much in the show. Yeah. But the 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 seven, the whole religion, mm-hmm. super important to Westeros. Okay. Like that's that's one of the big distinctions between like one of the big um uh even contentions even for the north and the south is yeah. that the north still worship the old gods of the first men and the um uh, Children of the Forest. They did. That's why they have the the wormwood 
uh, yeah. trees. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know this, but back in the day, um, there were wormwood trees all over Westeros. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did hear about that, and they just yep. kept on uh, and, tearing and so, them down. And so, so. Tiny backstory. So, force men come. They have they fight with the children of the forest. Yep. Right. Then they make peace. Yep. During the peace, they decide that the first men are going to get the bays. They are going to get the fields. They are going to get like basically everything south. Okay. The children of the forest get the forests. They get the deep woods. They get so they're they're, they're basically dryads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they go through, and the the children of the forest are the ones that carve the faces on all of the weirwoods. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. When the Andals come, mm-hmm. they destroy all of it. Ugh. Except for like the few that you see in the show. Right, and that's because the North did not fall to the Andals. Mm. Oh, well, that, that just clears all that up. That, that makes sense as that's far as why, why there's you want to always, see it North. That's why there is such a difference and why the North refuses to, to kneel because the seven kingdoms and all that started they weren't the iron throne or anything like that until Aegon the conqueror but they the andals came across and they they just wrecked westeros mm-hmm. and only the north stood so okay. so back history <laughs> just just a little bit i like so it so we're going to well, let's talk about the let's talk about a couple of what's up youtube what's up um uh comments here from quentin rob was a great warrior horrible leader no foresight into the cost of his actions absolutely stannis leveraged his whole claim to his or on his name not on military prowess yeah okay he was useless oh yeah all right or ability to lead he was so blinded by this that he didn't join with his brother okay that would have changed the tide of the war it would have yes Ramsey was the embodiment of his house, the flayed men, House Bolton. Good God, yeah. Theon um, getting wrecked. A YouTuber, Baz Battles, um, does a very good video on the battles leading up to the beginning of Game of Thrones, especially the Battle of Trident. Okay. Th- that's the important one. The Battle of the Trident is the one where Robert kills uh, Rhaegar. Oh. Well, okay. let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about some of the main characters here that we didn't really touch on. We did not dive into Daenerys. Let's dive into Daenerys. Let's talk first. Her name. I, I'm going to say her name, the full name. Daenerys of the House Targaryen, the first of her name, the Unburnt, Queen of the Andals, the Roiner and the First Men, Queen of Marine, Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, Protector of the Realm, Lady Regent of the Seven Kingdoms, Breaker of Chains, and Mother of Dragons. Let's talk about her. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So you can't have a good antagonist without a good protagonist. You can't do the same. It's a it's a yin yang with every single series, every single show, movie, everything. You can't have a good story without a good and bad guy that you have no idea that one of them is going to turn. Look at Unbreakable. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Unbreakable? M Night Shyamalan. You mean M. Night Shyamalan? M. Shyamalan? <laughs> Shyamalan? Yes, yeah. I actually really like that Let's movie. talk about Unbreakable. Spoiler alert on Unbreakable. It's a movie that's been out for 10, 20 years. <laughs> so, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a very long while. Um, you don't know that Samuel L. Jackson is the baddie entirely until the end. You don't see it. You kind of see it, but you don't know for sure. He knows all this information. Mm-hmm. You don't see his story arc as to why he is the bad guy. This 
gives you the bad guy from the beginning and you don't know you're seeing the bad guy the whole time. You think you're seeing a wonderful woman. That is a great antagonist. Look mm-hmm. at the Joker on the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. You love to hate him and you love to love him because of the how, how charismatic they are and they have a purpose. Daenerys has a purpose. That's what made her a great antagonist. Honestly, I was I was rooting for her all the way up until she got to Westeros. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, then, I, then she got bad. I think really though, that's what the show did really, really well. I know they really they played you because, <laughs> because and, and Tyrion points it out, and I'm I'm glad that they do that at the end. Like mm-hmm. Tyrion explains why he changes sides, mm-hmm. but you know he makes the point that when she crucified all those people, well, they were just evil men. Yeah. It's fine. We cheered her. Who you know? gives you that view? Though is what when she burns all those people, it's fine. They were evil. You know, so so all the way up until now, you see that she has always done, done things like this. Mm-hmm. She has always completely and utterly destroyed her opponents. Yep. She has never shown mercy in any capacity, even though while she speaks it, you mm-hmm. know, she she consistently does these atrocities of war basically yeah and everyone's like oh but they're they're bad people you know so yay she's a liberator she's the the greatest thing ever (laughs) we're we're gonna follow her forever Mm -hmm. and then to her credit she is right cersei did use the innocence of king's landing against her and daenerys did the same thing that she has done since season one and she murdered the shit out of them everybody she killed her own husband out of uh, mercy, but she didn't have to. She didn't have to kill Call. He could have lived. I don't think he was. Gonna I don't live. think he was like, going to live. He was, he was, <laughs> he was septic. But, he was dying. But he was septic. He was dying. But so for all of the the people that are like, oh my god, she's made such a turn. Oh, I we never saw, saw this coming. It. Oh, you, what are the writers? You thinking? haven't been paying attention since it's like, season one. <laughs> no, it's when like she, you're blind. Like go back and watch it. Yeah, when she's getting raped by Drogo, she's staring at the eggs. She's staring and saying she'll get her... You, you can see it in her face. She'll get her revenge. And she says that she'll take what she wants and what she's earned with in fire and blood. Fire and blood. And she is a Targaryen. Think of all these things. Coin flip. Boom. You got it. You see her anger and lust for power when she first takes the Unsullied. Yeah. She burns the Masters. No purpose in doing that. She owns it. She could have just given the dragon away. Instead, she was tricksy about it, and people were like, oh, it was just Khaleesi being Oh, Khaleesi. they're evil, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, she was taking what she thought was hers, what she deserved, because she's a Targaryen. You can Think see about it that. in that last conversation between her and John, like how cuckoo and mad she really is. She's like, oh, but it'll be good. It'll be a good world. Like, like she's lost it. She's gone cuckoo. How can you <laughs> declare a good world when you've brought savages like, to you, this world? Did you see like that reaction? Like when she was walking up to the throne, she finally touches it, and it she just gets this like it's like she went mad. Her eyes got like she's just like smiling. Uh, it was like, oh my gosh, it's I, it's mine, and I can like it's just like it's, my it's just yeah, and my precious. You don't see what she sees around. Her. She doesn't look around and say, "This is the vision of me." Like he says, "Women and children, it. children were burned in the streets." Like, so we'll make it better. We'll make it better. It'll be a better world. We right, cleanse. You're the one that did this. Like you did it. Like it's like you know the person that she's that she loves is standing in front of her, and he still can't get through to her. And then I think that's when he's just like. 
you know what, the only way to make this seem like, you know, the only way to get to her to kill her is to agree with her. Like, to make it seem like, you know, hey, I'll give you what you want. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's what it was. I, I mean, totally bittersweet agree. ending, but that's... I, I We all know she's We die. needed it. We needed it. What, what are your thoughts on Daenerys? My thoughts? Yeah. Oh, um, I think she's a great character. Yeah. Um, And I agree with literally every, everything that she's done. Yeah. Because... She's never deviated. Just, you know, kind of like what I was saying before. She has always done these things. She has always held these same viewpoints. Mm -hmm. She has always worked towards this goal. And to her credit, she got her goal. Like, she did. She got the Iron Throne. She did it the way that she said she was going to do it. She's been telling people since she was a little girl who couldn't count to 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That this is what she was going to do. And she did it. Yeah, she seemed to mention counting to 20 a l one more time than she needed to. She was going cuckoo. Yeah, she had to repeat herself. And she you're like, was going wow. cuckoo. Normally, you don't have someone repeat themselves in Game of Thrones. They say things once, and that's all you get. She started repeating herself. It's like her brain is starting to like retract back to like when things are normal. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, I think that her death was a beautiful death. And I think having uh, Drogon come in and, and, and see her was, it, it felt a good completion. She never sat on the throne though. Nope. No, she never actually she touched sat. It. She touched it. You know about her death though. I wow. thought it was really good. Cause so for season eight, they spend the entire season removing people from her. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So as she descends into madness, um, though, personally, I don't even think that her madness caused it. I think this has just always been Daenerys and that, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, oh, oh, no, she's she's a Targaryen. So she's going to go mad. I mean, she was raised with her brother. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> right. But but I, I don't think so. Just every she, she has either been mad the entire time, which is is probably more plausible, mm -hmm. under the delusion that she has this destiny to change. I think the it was world. more now that she has the power, she can use her madness. Right, because John didn't when he was on the on on um Rhaegal. He mm -hmm. like he was up there on the dragon, just like Tyrion said. He had literally like because the dragons are basically weapons of mass destruction. They are, yes. and. Yeah. And John was on top of it, and never once did it occur to him to lay waste to literally everything. Mm -hmm. no. But they spend the entire season removing all of her counselors, all of her friends. They they even distance John from her. Yeah. Right. So as she starts to make these terrible decisions, there's no one to counsel her, and everyone ultimately is like, "Oh, we hate you." And then, but when she dies, you see that still though the two people that she cares the most about in the world do legitimately care for her. And that's just John and Drogon. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so I thought the scene was super good. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I didn't necessarily agree with the way that she died. Um, I think it should have been more audienced. I, I don't know about ah. that, but I mean, I can't think of a way that I wanted it to happen. Right. Though. Like right. it's, it's really hard to put it there, but I, I think kind of the way Cersei was like, you, you want, you want it this way, you want it that way. But the way that it happened is it's fine. It's, like that's just kind of the way it was with Daenerys. It's not a terrible like, way to go. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but the people closest to, just like just like with Cersei and Jaime, uh, with Tyrion, the people closest to them, mm -hmm. even though they were viewed were viewed in such a vile manner, mm -hmm. like they still cared. There was still that that human side to them. Like mm -hmm. Cersei was all like a horrible bitch, but she loved her her family. Yep. yep. You know, Jaime, a terrible person, but he loved his family. I agree. Um, yeah. you know, Tyrion. 
you know, went away, but he still loved his family and he was there to mourn them when no one else was. Yep. Just like how Drogon and John were, because if you look, no one else seemed even remotely sorry that Daenerys died. I mean, it was three weeks later. <laughs> three what? weeks later. <laughs> right, but, but still, like, I mean, Grey Worm's mad. Oh, but, yeah, he's so mad. But that's it, you know? Like, nobody's raging. Like, yeah, we, we didn't see any, like, in, like funeral held in absentia or anything like yeah. that. No. It was, oh, okay, I think dead. that I don't think that they, I, I'm okay that they skipped ahead, but it was. No, I, I think Odd. that's perfectly fine. Because, um, you know, to show the passing of time to, to bring the lords in to make the big decision and all that jazz. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I liked Danny from the beginning, and I liked Danny at the end. And I think that the way that she died and the way they showed it was, was good. I think her entire story is good. Nothing, every single time she's on, she's on camera, you have to pay attention because things get mentioned, things get told to her that you just don't think about is going to be important they said a lot of stories about things that were all about westeros and the history that you needed to learn when she was learning about dorn and uh and that and all of the the great grass sea and everything learning all about the dothraki learning everything that she needed to learn about the entire world just to go to westeros and not be loved has just got to be horrible for her um let's talk about the opposite of the coin there john uh, or as 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 he's also called Aegon Targaryen, as his bastard name Jon Snow, he was always a shadow in the first season. You see it; he's never really someone. Like you, who's... you don't even think of him as a main character. Nope. In the first season, you're like, okay. I this knew is I liked bastard. him from the beginning, though, and I knew yeah. his, it felt like his story was was gonna be big. But a lot of the times, his story felt kind of. Like, not as prominent. Hey, remember that time they killed Jon Snow? Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. That hey, was Hey, remember that crazy. time they killed Jon Snow? And then they looked at, they zoomed in on his face anyway. <laughs> we <That> all went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John. That's probably one of my favorite scenes. Great, prota- great, great protagonist. Um, his his battles were, were insane. You know, we're going to talk about his battles as well. But as a character, I think his story is... He's somebody who tried to stay honorable and he's tried to t- stay true to what he thought was right, but in the end, nothing, nothing got him to where he should have been. You know, he he always he always the battle of the bastards. You know, the only way he he, he succeeded was by the veil. Yep. Hashtag Peter Baelish. Yeah, Let's exactly. Yeah. He was he was doing the Game of Thrones right there. You know, he it, it, John had good friends the entire time everyone loved him and that's all he had you know that's lucky for him his his love see that's why i'm kind of inclined to dislike john really because he like so in traditional storytelling you know there's the hero's journey like uh, literally every book ever follows it right mm-hmm. john's been at the climax his entire time okay i guess you know, yeah like yeah. he never he never fell he got murdered by all he of got the murdered holding his ideals he he never went mm. through an internal okay. struggle oh. like you, you see what i'm saying well like, the end was his internal struggle if you want to go through that but it really wasn't he always knew what he needed to do family versus love but he <sighs> he never wavered like he never changed his decision 
-hmm. Like, it's always been honor. Just like Ned Stark, it has always been honor. It has always been what's right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I get that, because once he killed Danny, he waited around. Right, like, it's... it's he didn't he run. Didn't, he didn't run. This is what I've done. And that's now what I he have did to be held responsible to. Drogon. He was just Damn. like, I'm ready. And, and But that is why he's a natural-born leader. People flock to him, and, and that, you know, that's why Danny didn't like it, right? right. But John has always just been this this static, idyllic hero. If you know, if, if okay, Daenerys is the one who went through a hero's journey throughout the entire time. If if we want to be like real about well, it, well, John John betrayed the black by by joining the wildlings and he, laid with a woman. Okay. That's a downfall. Not really, because it was, what, it was the right thing to do. Air, air, not Awen or Ygritte. Amen. Amen. Maester Amen. Oh yeah, he what goes, he said. He goes. That. You know what? If we if we murdered everybody that. Uh, laid, laid with, with a, a woman. woman, we wouldn't have a Night's Watch. <laughs> like, headless Night's Watch. Headless Night's Watch. Yeah. That's, uh, that was really, I loved, I loved him. And yeah. Did you know that he was actually blind? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that was some interesting stuff. Um, so let's talk about some battles here, and then we're going to talk a little bit, just uh, anything else we want to talk about Game of Thrones before we wrap up. I'm just going to list the battles here that I that went through every single season. Uh, the first one, Battle of the Whispering Wood, Season 1, Episode 9. We saw nothing of this battle because Tyrion was knocked out and there was no budget in the show. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. It was like, boom, and... Battle's over. Yeah. Did so, we win? <laughs> that was the one, I think, where they, they caught Jamie, right? Battle of the Whispering Wood. It was around that time. I don't believe it was that one. There was the one where Rob uh, entered the camp. He sneakily did. Yeah, yeah. And they also cut the camera to black because of the, the budget concern in Game of Thrones. It gets um, better. It gets better. It gets uh, loads better. A little bit better. The next one was Battle of Blackwater. That one, that one was actually pretty darn good. <laughs> you had to put a lot to the imagination, though. Hey, I don't. I do not remember that. We watched it again. It was amazing. Yeah. Like with the with the wildfire. Mm -hmm. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. That was cool. I just. I don't think I appreciated it as much, not knowing too much about the wildfire. And right. And like again, going back, I'm like, well, this is a damn good battle. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see the uh, not the mountain, the hound. Freaking out again. There's fire. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Um, yeah, so the Battle of Blackwater, like, you didn't see a whole lot. Yeah, the, the live feed got cut. I'm, re I'm, re I'm reattaching it. Oh, um, uh, the next one is the Battle of Castle Black. And that's the the wildlings versus the Night's Watch. And that's Stannis saving them. That was that was a really big one that we uh, we got attached to with uh, with um, uh, knowing. Uh, that's the only heroic thing that Stannis did. You know, with the battle, battle of Castle Black. I don't know. I would not put that in uh, heroic deeds. Really? No. Why not? Because he did it just to like assert his army. Basically, he he wanted to conscript the Black. He needed more people. He sailed around so he could have a better um, entrance into Winterfell. Yeah. You know, like it's like Stannis did it for his own reasons, and those reasons were heavily influenced by Melisandre. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And 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 we saw that in the in the show like every single time he was told to do something was when he uh he did anything for the show, like at all. Like every single time it was like I won't do anything until Melisandre tells me what to do. Right. Because he had no other like thought process of where to go next. I think he was a pansy. He was. <laughs> he was. Uh, 
Um, we like, did. Um, he's just bad. <laughs> I'm like, he's just bad. We did lose our connection feed to our YouTube. Um, unfortunately, it looks like our internet went down. So um, yeah. we'll just have to continue we'll the continue. show by recording. Okay. Um, now, next thing we're going to talk about is the Battle of Hard Home. Not a lot of people uh, think about this, but it was the Wildlings in the Night's Watch versus the White Walkers. Oh, that was a good battle. That was the first time you actually saw the, the Battle threat. of the White Walkers. Yeah. You saw the threat of when the they White ca- Walkers. And that was the first time you saw like the White Walkers, like, we kill everybody. Now we rise, everybody. Yeah. Like, you're like, He's like come oh, at me, bro. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I totally forgot mm-hmm. about that. I'm like, I was. Uh, Do you want to tweet out about it? Yeah. I'll t- I can't. Oh, I can't. Yes, you can. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you can. I you will. have a phone. Anyway, you guys can talk <laughs> about that real quick. Um. So yeah, the Battle of Hard Home. Like you never really, uh, you 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 see like all the 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 distraught wildlings fighting against the the White Walkers and the 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 the, uh, the Night's Watch helping them out and and John rescuing the wildlings. It really makes you feel for John, you know. And I don't remember much else about the battle other than the fact that you see the actual threat of the White Walkers, which was nice because you never really knew how terrible they really were. You know, you kind of got the fear when you saw Sam talking to them, uh, or not talking to them, seeing them and and taking them down with, uh, oh my gosh, what was his girl's name? Gilly. Gilly. Yes. Yeah. She she lived through it all too. That's crazy. <laughs> she did. She did. I, I will say that the Battle of Hard Home, um, in my opinion, is probably one of John's best moments mm-hmm. in the entire series. Um and again, like it's pretty clear, or at least in my opinion it was, that John and Mance were very much the same person. Mm-hmm. Um Mance was just a little more wild. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but but they still held to their same ideals, right? So so John Mercy kills him, mm-hmm. and then he goes out of his way to save the wildlings, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, so I I really felt that at like that point, that was Ned Stark's son, mm-hmm. like that that's his in my opinion that's that's where he shone the most. Okay. Out of pretty much every other every other place that he was, mm-hmm. because yeah. because that's where he got to be himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to worry about politics. He didn't have to worry about you know bending the knee. He didn't have to worry yeah. about family. He he got to be a warrior and a a battlefield leader mm-hmm. and do what was right. He was happy doing what was right too, and he he didn't care if he betrayed the black by bringing the wildlings in past the wall. And which ultimately led to his death and resurrection. <laughs> That's right. Um, Lord of Light. We're going to skip the Battle of Winterfell, which happened in Season 5, Episode 10. That was Stannis Baratheon versus the Boltons. Stannis died in that. And his army was was flayed out. Like, they just they, they got effed because uh, the Boltons took out all of Stannis' food supply. Mm-hmm. And so the Baratheon army had no... They, they couldn't march north to the wall and they couldn't march south to Winterfell or they didn't have any form of, of hate, safe haven. And so they were wiped out. Um, and then and that's that. And that's that. <laughs> uh, get wrecked, kid. The, the Battle of the Bastards. Uh, Amazing battle. The most gripping battle uh, to date of at that point was that battle due to seeing. Talk about claustrophobia. How, yeah, when John was barely able to breathe in that mix of people, it's just a big crunch of just ugh, people. You couldn't get out. <laughs> it sucked. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a great battle. And, and and 
I, I like like history. So like it reminded me, especially when the bodies started to pile up and they were they were in that that like circle and they were all kind of like pushed together. Yeah. Right. It reminded me a lot of like the trenches in World War One. Okay. Like, it's just a shit situation. No matter you know which way you go, like everyone's packed in. It's a terrible place to be oh. and all of this. And and you really get the feeling like like oh this 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 is the end. Like mm-hmm. and then my hero. Peter Baelish. <laughs> and Sansa. Can't forget Sansa because Sansa's Sansa. the one that... That's true. Sansa does we convince don't, him. We don't know how she convinced him either. We didn't see. Uh, to be yeah. honest, it, it is probably that she brought it up and Littlefinger saw benefit mm. in um, doing it. Okay. <laughs> uh, next one, the battle on the go- of the gold road. That's Jamie experiences the dragons and Bronn saves him. That was actually kind of intense. That was in season seven, uh, episode four. So, uh, w- is that when they they uh, shoot one of the dragons? No, no, no. No, that's when the dragons come and uh, they take out they take out the entire army yeah. fleet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, J- Jamie's what... like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the Tarleys I need to die. go back home and tell the Cersei. Tarleys die there. <laughs> I need to go back home and tell Cersei we're yeah. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he kind of like head on charges the dragon. He and, does, and then Bronn's like, uh. You're stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wait, wait, did Jamie just die there? Right. Oh, I, actually, I thought Jamie's I'm going to add Bronn to my favorites list, by the way. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do. I really, really like he's Bronn. He reminds me very much like the Hound. Like, they're... Tr- they're, they're I just... Oh, by the in way... In for it for themselves. I'm also going to add to the Hound why I like the Hound. It's just the way he talks. It's like... Fuck the king. No, no, <laughs> fuck the king. No, what is the, the thing about the... Uh, Eat the chickens? No, the cunt thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arya's like, a lot of people name their swords lots of cunts. Lots of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like, I love him. He's awesome. Okay, anyways, go back. <laughs> uh, no, that's all I really had to say about the Battle of Gold Road. Um, next is the Battle Beyond the Wall, and that is Season 7, Episode 6, and that's when Danny loses Viserion to the Night King. With the right. javelin throw. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, it was it was intense, and you know, and then at the end, you see the they zoom in on the dragon's eye, and then but the it's wall blue. goes down. The wall goes down. You're all like, "Winter's coming." Yeah, winter's <laughs> winter is finally winter is arriving on the way. Yes, <laughs> I really liked it because it was like, finally, we get to see the Night King. We finally get right to, to yeah. deal with this threat. You finally get coming. to see the threat. You finally get to feel that there's a threat, and you finally get to see that there's a threat coming. Because their buildup has been fantastic over seven mm-hmm. seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. to this, you're like, okay, so it's like, yes, Um, for the most part, everything going on in Westeros is, like, the big thing. Everyone cares about it. Yeah. And then, but no one cares about the big thing yeah. yes. that's happening in the very north. And it makes it, you forget about it for a minute. Right, it and, it, and it doesn't matter, like, they they make it so that it doesn't matter what um the what Westeros is doing mm-hmm. at all because it, none of it matters in the face of death mm-hmm. and so they spend all this time to build up for it and then season three or episode three season eight mm-hmm. yes that would be the next one we're going to talk about that is the Battle of Winterfell slash the Battle of the North season eight episode three the most terrifying and scary battle in Westeros in my opinion the longest mm-hmm. what what in TV history? Oh, uh, the most cinematic battle in history. Mm-hmm. Due to all of the CGI, all of the effects, all of the action, all of the the the, the choreography. So, in and my, the plot hole. I've been the waiting to armor. talk about this battle for a long time. And now we can. <laughs> and now we can. You got the floor. This is, this is 
the best TV episode I have ever witnessed. Yeah. I loved this episode so much. It's everything I wanted and more when we, like winter is here. Like just I'm getting goosebumps thinking. I'm not even talking. Like, look, look, my hair standing up. Just that first scene where, like, on the battlefield where they send the Dothraki out and it's dark and then all the lights just start going and it gets quiet. A lot of people hate that. Why? There's, like, that makes me mad. Like, there's just, there's so much about this episode that is just so real and uh, just, you feel everything. And there's not a lot, like, this is an episode where there was, like, this is the shortest dialogue episode. Yeah. There's was. like, what, five lines in the it, whole thing? <laughs> well, it, they probably wrote a script that was like maybe a couple pages, but there's hardly anything Like, said. you get to see our favorite characters who have faced death multiple times facing death, like actual, like, like pretty much like the god of death right, right. now. And you get to see them fear. Um, and then you also get to see them go, you know, I... The, the the point and and then uh I, oh my gosh I have so many thoughts going through my head right now um, <laughs> it's okay once you see everybody like they go through lines and lines and lines and rows of you got the Dothraki then you had the Unsullied and then after the Unsullied you everybody's just dying and you're like oh my god or you know maybe all right we've got the gates closed uh they let the 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 trench on fire whatever you want to call it yep um all right maybe we've got to maybe maybe something good's gonna happen and then. You know, uh, the scene with uh, the Night King killing off everybody and then right in front of John just goes, watch this. Snap of the fingers, pretty much. Everybody that's dead is now a he white walker. Raised him up. And then and then you get that that song like with T- when C- when Tyrion and Sansa are in the crypt and everybody is coming alive in the crypt from the dead. And you're like, they uh, there is a point at right there where they're about like, you know, uh, Tyrion pulls out the dagger and stuff and was like, I was like, they are, and then, you, and then you see yeah. Brienne and Jamie fighting, and they're sweating, and they're just—you can tell like they're about to give up, and you're like, they really might kill everyone off. Like, like that was like, they're actually gonna do it. <laughs> like, I really thought this was gonna happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, and then just that powerful scene where you've got John in front of the dragon, the the White Walker dragon, and he's just like. Give it to me, and I'm like, I'm waiting to. I was, I really wanted to see John get lit on flames, and then not be on flames. Right. I really I wanted it. I thought it was going to actually happen him being a Targaryen. I really wanted it. And then just, you know, the scene where Sansa stabs him, st- stabs the Night King and everyone's like, you mean Arya, Arya. You said Sansa. Sansa. Arya, sorry. <laughs> Don't give Sansa that credit. <laughs> no. Don't ever say that. <laughs> like you completely forget like it's just it's the perfect moment where you forget Arya's just you know, outdoing Did you her tweet own out, thing. by the way, that... Yes, I did. That our, um, I found out what just, happened. Uh, our internet actually went down. Yeah, our our entire it. internet and uh, our entire service went down. So yeah, we're just... So we're going to keep recording yeah. here. Um, anyways, I give that episode like 200 out of 200. A like, lot of people would highly disagree because they couldn't see it. That was a bunch of BS. That's what? because they're <laughs> blind and didn't even realize that Daenerys has nobody, been a mad Nobody understood uh, or nobody... Uh, what do you do? Oh, thank you. Wow, that's dark. Josh yeah. is shutting off lights. Um, just, nobody. There's no reason. To nobody have knows how to turn off lights like you just did, Josh. Yeah, right. Turn off lights to make it le- to make it uh, easier to see the screen. I don't get it. I it was like it. the scenes were too dark. It's it it, it it's called the long night. And <laughs> the Night King for a reason. <laughs> you see, what should have happened is actually, um, John should have walked over to the Night King, and be like, hey, uh, hey, man. I, I know you want to have this fight, but 
we have trouble seeing in the dark. So <laughs> if you just if you light things up, a bit. if you could just wait a few hours until dawn, um, I think that would be be fantastic. I know you're a man of honor and all. I mean, as I am myself, but um, <laughs> yeah, so honorable. <laughs> but that scenarios is apparently what everyone wanted to happen, mm-hmm. and it's like they fought the Night King in the middle of the night, and you are complaining because it is dark, dark, dark. Well, Whatever. um, <clears throat> BS. <laughs> yes, yes, BS. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, I want to, I want to point out for for this episode, um, uh, the red woman. Yeah, that she, she was, she was kind of a surprise. Very much so. Didn't expect to we see her like, again. We we put so we made our 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 live and death list. Didn't put her on her because we were just like, well, what about Melisandre? Well, you know, last time we saw her, she just yeah. She got she got ex. Uh, exiled, exiled or yes. whatever. And we're like, okay, she's just gone. Her story's over, whatever. We didn't even think about her. All of a sudden, she shows up. We're like, <laughs> well, there she is. I guess we can do to add her. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what the fuck she's doing here? <laughs> I, I have to say it was a gripping battle. I cheered at the end. Everything was great. As much as I loved it, there was also points of which I hate it when people were pointing out the problems of it, and I understand the problems of it, but you know what? All in all, it was a great episode. At great me, bro, battle. what is it? Uh, the issues, uh, lighting was one. The plot armor was another. All your main characters lived. Everyone who died basically had a red shirt on them already because you knew they were going to die. Um, and the fact that the people who did live, they think that the White Walkers died way too easily. There's the gripe. I, I don't the agree. Threat that I, don't had ag- been, I don't agree with any of it. The biggest threat of Westeros, or they claimed of Westeros, was the... White Walkers. Little did we know that George R. R. Martin and the D and D brothers or writers, whoever they want to call them on on social media, they uh, they they knew that Danny was the biggest threat. They knew that that she was going to do what she did, and people still thought that the White Walkers were a bigger threat because they were a supernatural threat. But just because they're su- supernatural doesn't mean that they're more difficult to deal with, right? Right. right. So because like they they were prepared, like the, the one thing that I can say the difference between the Night King and Daenerys is that w- no one was prepared, prepared at all for Daenerys. OK, yeah. you know, outside of Cersei and her scorpions to take down the dragons like, OK, sure, that was some preparation. But if you think about it, we've known the night is coming. The winter is like, coming we knew for that was so long. We did that. Like, that's why John went to Dragonstone. To get the dragon glass. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that Valerian steel kills them. Hmm. Like, so they were prepared. Hmm. They know that you can set them on fire. And so they had an entire plan to deal with them. Hmm. So, yes, I would say that um, they had a an easier time than what people expected fighting the White Walkers. Yeah. But it was by <clears throat> no means easy. And Think the, of how many people died. I mean, it right. wasn't just like King's Landing, but... How many soldiers? It was the biggest battle ever. Right, and they were prepared. Like they, they knew what was coming. And it, it, they you know, and it was a, it was a battle it. of everyone together. It uh-huh. wasn't just like the Starks. It was everybody but King's Landing. But we even had like the Lannisters. <laughs> right, right. Everybody said, "Drop your swords, fuck King's Landing right now. We need to deal with this shit." So I can agree with plot armor, but as far as White Walkers being easy to take out, I don't think so. No. Um, it's okay. it, they were just prepared, you know, and. Because um, they knew the threat was coming, they knew what threat it was, mm-hmm. and right. how to get rid of them. And right. then they had Sam. Had they not had Dragonglass, that's true. Then they would have. They were fucked. 
They yeah. had like two Valyrian steel swords in that entire battle. And a Valyrian <laughs> steel dagger, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like they had three Valyrian steel and that's it. Yeah. You know, with and the only reason that you know Winterfell even had those resources is because of Sam. Yep. Because Sam's the first person that we see oh, to I kill lo- the White Walker. We watched that scene recently. Rewatched it when we're rewatching the series, and oh my gosh, the intense level and Sam's courage is just—it's ah, out of this world. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he tells everyone, "Hey, ah, uh, this the, the, this is how you do it." You know. And everyone's like, like "What's a White Walker?" <laughs> right. like, Shut up! But you know, the, I would—they're very prepared. They are. And I would say that. Uh, you know, I have heard some people like, oh, well, you know, Arya stabbed the Night King in the exact spot that he was created in, and that's why he died. And it's like... Yes. Well, no, it's true. That's that's what she it's did. That's exactly where... Th- that's how... Yeah, so... Um, is it? I don't know if you guys are up to the to the part in the season, but you, you do see in the where, show... Where it happens. Where we, it happens, we know. not yeah. yet. Okay, we know. but he, he is stabbed in the left side Oh. with the knife to, to turn him into a White Walker. Hmm. And... Arya stabs him in the exact same place. I guess I didn't think about that. I was just like, well, it's... And she stabs him with a ver, 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 Valerian. Valerian steel blade. And, and some people are like, oh, well, that's too coincidental. But, yeah. But they established that in in even that episode because Melisandre shows up and says, okay, well, I'm going to be dead by dawn. Uh, Beric Dondarrion is there, and he's there to protect Arya so that she can do it. So... Hmm. They're saying, "Oh, okay, whatever." But God, it's, Barrick, he was a good one too. I, I did, I did enjoy him quite a bit. I never hated anything. But this in. whole storyline, keeping in with the supernatural uh, theme, like Arya, if you want to talk about destinies, is destined to kill the Night King. That yeah. is why she hits the exact spot. Okay. That's why Melisandre tells her, you know, what do we say to the God of Death? You know, and you're gonna kill blue eyes, and the whole thing is because that Melisandre and Beric specifically are there to ensure that Arya kills the Night King. Okay, so I agree with plot armor for the characters, but as far as White Walkers being easy, no. Okay, they're just uneducated. And then we'll talk about the final battle of King's Landing slash Westeros. Daenerys goes mad, sacks the city. Uh, let's just talk about the decimation of King's Landing is basically what happens. And uh, all in all, I have to say... Jaw on the floor. What? Jaw on the floor? Jaw, jaw on the floor. Jaw on the floor. That's I what totally it was. Agree. It was just like, she turned, like the bells are ringing. And I'm like, I just, I had no idea where they, where they were going to take it. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like... It, it was just like that moment where, you you know, she's sitting there, the bells are ringing, and then she looks at Cersei, and I'm like, I thought maybe she was just going to go fly and kill the uh, the Red Keep, like take down the Red Keep. <laughs> she could have just done that. <laughs> she could have, but... But they, she's crazy. She's well, crazy. And, she cray-cray. And she thinks that all of the people there were Because for, they're following Cersei. Were for Cersei. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and then the fact, like, you know... Guys, we're back. I'm going to get us back up on... YouTube here real quick before we uh, close off. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the the other sh- big shocker was you know the bells are ringing and af- after that everybody in King's Landing drops their swords and then here's Grey Worm like, boom! <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> no, it's not over yet. And then this the slaughter happens. You're like, no way this is happening. Right, I totally agree. I think that I th- turn that light back on. I think they really just had to really beat people in the face with the fact that Danny is evil. 
you know, I guess. well, maybe not evil, but, she, but at the very least, that she is is Mad. bad. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're me. good. You're good. Um, so up until that point, all of her um atrocities have been hidden under justice. They have, you know, and it's been very easy to write off. At King's Landing, if she had only gone after Cersei, then we would have a Targaryen sitting on the throne. We would, yes, and That's we wouldn't true. have we wouldn't have the outcome that we would have gone right back to the beginning of right. how it all started. But when they decided to make Danny the absolute end all, um, in D and D, it's called the BBEG, Big Bad Evil Guy. Okay, like <laughs> once they decided to that, like they had to remove the subtleties. Like, she couldn't just go through and, like, burn Cersei. Okay, yeah. So she goes mad because she's a Targaryen and then destroys the city, which yeah. is something that she said she's going to do the entire time. Yes. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Um, now, as far as the, se- the the whole series as a whole, is every- are you guys happy with everything? Like, I think that Game of Thrones as an entirely – this has got to be my favorite show. And it, it, it's hard to say that when Breaking Bad, I have watched that show, I want to say at least five times all the way through. Many times, many times. I'd give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I would say I would say it's got to be close to my number one. And I, I'm I'm very happy with everything that's happened. Uh, there's a lot of like heartbreak and sorrow. It's like a Romeo and Juliet. It's a Shakespearean t- uh, tale. It's very well written. I think that it's I, very gripping. It's very gripping. Like, yes. Y- you feel yourself getting sucked into it. Like you care about the characters. You care about the side characters. Yeah. And once you understand things, you care even more about the things that you didn't even know that you cared about in the first place. I don't even yes. know what I don't even know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like, even know why I care about this, but now I do. Right. You're like, right. Oh, Oh, Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> it, and that happens very often through every season. I have got to say this is by far my favorite show. And and that's saying a lot because I have uh, – Scrubs is my favorite show before that. And before that was even Breaking Bad and, you know, South Park. You know, those are all great shows for what they are. But this is my favorite. It's 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 got action. It's got suspense, drama, comedy. The comedy is not dry either. It's good comedy. But you have to follow the comedy too. Yes. Like when we were talking about how Tyrion wasn't in the book, a lot of people would be upset about that. Like I was until you explained to me Tyrion was never that guy. So the comedy is for the people who understand Tyrion for who he is, mm-hmm. and they understand the 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 comedy behind it, where he's like. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Shows what I'm worth, but he's okay with that. <laughs> right? He can just do what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as, as far as, as like the, the show itself, I really like it because it's a fantastic adaptation of a novel series, right? Because mm-hmm. up until now, really, all of our adaptations have been movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and some of this them is are, a very long movie. Or yes, yeah, some of them are three <laughs> movies long. Some of them are eight movies long. Looking at you, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, but we don't really have, you know, books like mm-hmm. the, these large fantasy novels and series being made into big budget um, 
shows. Right. It took a lot for this one to even be pushed. Right. Um, the guys who who uh, produced it and wrote it and stuff, D&D is, is their nicknames. What's their actual names? Uh, D.B. Weiss and um, the other one. Dan. Uh, something <laughs> those okay. guys those guys the uh they wanted to push this the entire time and when you see the making of the ep- of the series at the beginning and you're you're seeing how young they look and then you see like last week when they did the making of and you see how old and stressed they look it's like they tried to make this series good for you guys and half the internet hates it A the mi- internet. how many people signed the change.org <laughs> wait, wait what's what's what uh, does the, the hound say it was like eight thousand what, what's something? the hound say what? Fuck the king. No, not fuck the king. What oh. does he say about the cunts? Oh, lots of cunts. <laughs> okay, so 1.155 million have signed the season eight remake with competent writers. Lots of cunts. Uh, lots of cunts. <laughs> lots of cunts is what you would call it. And, and I, I don't use that word lightly. I don't. I use it as more of like, that's like the only time I think I've ever said, but it's only because of the humor of the hound. Yep. <laughs> like so it's, it's over a million. It. Over a million people want it rewritten, and I gotta say, too bad. You guys don't understand. You know, I have to say, BS. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that's, that's you're wrong. <laughs> Fight me, bro. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's all we really gotta say. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about um, the show? Yes, before I've we got head one more out? scene I wanted to touch on that was probably one of my favorite callback episodes of this last season, and actually of the series, which is the night before the long night, or not the night before, but like the. The, the episode? The, the episode before the long night, which is the fireplace scene. That was oh, a really good That scene. was probably, <sighs> uh, other than the the next uh, episode, which was like the actual battle, like just the scene. Are you talking about Tormund drinking out of the horn? Well, yes, well, but like Podrick just everybody like atmosphere. pretty much saying like this oh, is yeah, probably saying. going to be the last night we're alive. And like, then how everyone deals with it differently. Yes, and how everybody is dealing with it differently. And okay. I mean, I think out of every episode of Game of Thrones, that was the one where I've actually, I could say I cried. And that was the fireplace scene. And then seeing Brienne get knighted by Jamie. Oh, and like, yeah. That was just, oh, I'm getting chills thinking about it. That was where, like, where women cried. I did. I yes. cried. Yes. <laughs> um, and then when they did the, uh, um, you know, uh, Podrick started singing the song. I was crying. Was I was just really like, good. man, that I was mean, just. I am a sucker for for singing. I was like, <laughs> like he was he apparently like he what was that thing we found out about him being a good like was that in the uh, the after yeah the recap that where, he, he, like, actually he actually does have, does a, have a good, good singing voice like that yeah, was him that's really him <laughs> um but that was just like that was a good humanizing scene. Like that was just very down to earth. Like this is how I'm gonna deal with this. You drink, you drink. I'm not gonna drink. We're gonna do this. Let's do whatever we could. We wanted to do before we die. I'm gonna like, have terrible sex with Gendry. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't know if that was needed, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just yeah. like I don't think the sex scene with Brienne and Jamie really needed to happen, but it did. So. Do you have anything you want to touch on this, Rob? Uh, last thoughts on Game of Thrones. Um, the only thing that I have is uh, uh, kind of like I mentioned earlier. I think it opens the doorway for other fantastic book series, um, like the the Belgariad by uh, uh, David Lay Eddings, mm-hmm. or um, uh, even like Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. No, none of these I've heard of. They're f- one. Why? Uh, uh, I'm not a book reader. Okay, they're, they're, <laughs> he's an auto book listener. I do. I do audios. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, on my Audible, I have uh, all seven. I have the entire Belgariad, uh, which is, but it's it's a fa- it's a fantasy okay. series. It's, it's okay. It's yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I think it opens up for for some of these. So we're gonna these, see a lot of clones. 
Is that what we're going to see? I think it I think it will open up for a lot of these older fantasy mm. novels okay. or series that have been because remember Game of Thrones has been around forever. Mm-hmm. Like he's been writing it for like what 20 years something like that. Yeah. Oh man. Like yeah. so we go back, you know, like um these these books that were written in like the 80s and the 90s, I think mm-hmm. that and they have the clout, they have these fantastic stories. I think this is going to open the way that it doesn't necessarily have to be a movie anymore. Right. It doesn't have to be the Lord of the Rings. It can be the even a mini series, depending on, on what it is. But right. Th- but that there is an audience there for that kind of storytelling to appear. So I'm super thankful for Game of Thrones in that aspect. I think, well, Amazon purchased the rights to Lord of the Rings, and they're going to be in a series there soon. I think that if the if the HBO needs to squeeze this next year out of talking about Game of Thrones as much as they can because if the hype of Game of Thrones is gone, I I know a lot of people are going to leave HBO. But they're also bringing in Watchmen and Chernobyl. That um, amazing. Uh, those well, the Chernobyl is a miniseries. Watchmen is an actual series, um, and those are coming. Uh, Chernobyl's out uh, started out started coming out, and Watchmen comes out this fall. That was a good reason for us to keep our HBO subscription. But Game of Thrones as a whole may open my eyes to fantasy and the stories that they can tell. George R. R. Martin mainly told this story to give a middle finger to J.R.R. Tolkien because he said he does not like the sappy uh, movie-like style that that came out with Lord of the Rings. He did not like that. He didn't like how how lighthearted yeah 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 it was it was like oh everyone's happy fun times you mm-hmm. know oh it, it, they went through this rough time but by the power of friendship and and will we've gotten through guess what main characters lived all of them <laughs> that is true that that would be one gripe that i do you know, have who's, with it. You know who still died that's sean Stark. bean <laughs> that's true. he's gonna die and everything Sean Bean. We watched a, a YouTube video of Sean Bean talking about his his characters and everything, and he's like, "Are there any characters where you've actually lived?" He's like, "Yeah, there were actually a couple." <laughs> you had to think about it. I think from now on, whenever we uh, we do like some sort of big big budget like show or anything like that, Sean Bean should just show up for like a ten minute cam a cameo. Where he dies. It, where he dies. Like, like he could just be like the bartender or something, mm-hmm. and then just get like shot with an arrow. Or, or <laughs> no reason why. Or his head chopped off. Right. It's it's like and <laughs> guest starring Sean Bean, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's gonna be some great character. And he's like he's like a stable boy. Or something. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> and then he gets kicked in the forehead by a horse. <laughs> You know, just, just kicked just, in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, what a way something. to go! <laughs> so, yeah, you know, oh maybe in the God. earlier season, like you know, they're gonna be doing this like prequel or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe he's gonna be disguised as like somebody's father or something, and gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. He's gonna be like a, a farmhand or something, yeah. you know, just just for they, no. But he's reason. gonna be a disguise, be like, oh, did you know I played that farm guy that got kicked in the head by the horse? <laughs> you know, I, I, I bet we get a, a a flash forward to him getting his head cut off. Oh my gosh, it has to like. Yeah. There's got to be someone who's like, and I was in the, uh, and I'm going to go to King's Landing and live there. And it's going to be peaceful. And then it's like, and Ned's getting his head chopped off today. Yes. <laughs> Joffrey, he's a king now. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones, great series. Uh, kind of, uh, Alex and I picked up the series during, before season three. Yeah. Um, we mm-hmm. picked it up. Uh, I started seeing memes of winter is coming and winter is coming. I started seeing it all over the internet and I couldn't find out 
why people were so attached to this. And I was like, all right, Game of Thrones. It's got to it be good. It took Josh a lot for me to get into it, honestly, because I just I wasn't into this type of like fantasy. Um, you like Lord of the Rings. Like I, I liked it, but it wasn't like, ah, like, right. Like I was more. I think I like Harry Potter stuff more, like wizardy stuff. You you were um, you, but you did like fantasy and yeah, some sort. Yeah. But it's just like I there was just it, like it's very difficult to get through the first couple episodes of season one because, like we said earlier, there's so many names and back history and like what are the hell? And they they didn't even uh, sugarcoat it. Yeah, no, they don't. They just put you right into it. You're like, who is all this? What are they talking about? I don't get it. And then you just you just kind of just don't care about it. And you start focusing on the main story. And I think that's where you forget about the side characters and the, the backstory of everything. And then now that we're watching it again, it's like, Oh, this and this and this. Oh, pause this. Let's talk about this real quick. Right. Remember how this pops up later on? The like, foreshadowing. Talk about hundred episodes later. <laughs> yeah. Like you were talking about with one piece where yeah. there's like a 600 episode gap where they have a mention of one character beyond another. Uh, and it, and it matters. Whereas this is the same thing. They talked about, uh, serving the, the, uh, the house, uh, the head of the house, his son before killing him in a pie. Same thing happened to Frey, you know, talking about all the foreshadowing of, uh, of, uh, I don't know. Just, I can't think of anything else right now. This you know this what other show... epi- no, no, no. Do you know what other show is very good with foreshadowing? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Well, yes. <laughs> Our second favorite TV show. Yes, Breaking Bad is one of my faves as well, too. Um, Rob, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. We're going to do the plugs here. Um, Game of Thrones, check it out if you haven't. I mean, if you went through this entire episode listening to us talk about it, uh, you've gotten most of it spoiled for you. <laughs> most of it, if not all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we, we did skip a lot about, of the middle this? of the how series. How about this? If you haven't watched it through again watch it again yes <laughs> that's what we'll say <laughs> do another watch through if you can watch yeah. through the entire series we're th- we've been watching it uh you know since season three came out and then we started re we rewatched it like right before season eight started yeah is when we started rewatching it and it's been a blast you know uh, getting through it um but without further ado guys uh we're gonna do our plugs uh alex i think you should plug your twitch first so hey if you would like to watch me uh, stream, game, chat with me while I'm gaming. Um, I stream on Tuesdays and I should start off saying Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, all different times. <laughs> <laughs> all of them are are on my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash cute underscore kitty K-U-T-E-K-I-T-T-I. Um, right now I am playing some Borderlands 2. I'm playing Sea of Thieves. I'm playing uh, Halo, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. Um uh we played a little gta 5 yeah we've been <laughs> uh, all over the so, place so i mean I, I would consider myself a variety streamer but i really like looter shooter games <laughs> that's probably my favorite yeah. um i'm a fan of the new tomb raider series um that's about it so join me i love chatting with everybody while i'm gaming yep and, and you'll uh, you'll see josh on there and you also see rob on there yeah well hear us here <laughs> you might see me every now and then yes. <laughs> poke my head in all right guys without further ado it is time to plug it in if you are listening to or watching us we want to thank you so much for joining us we are on over 15 different audio podcast apps and our most notable places are spotify soundcloud itunes spreaker iHeartRadio, and radio public to name a few on those apps you will find our back catalog of over 160 episodes of pto including our aftercast episodes if you are watching us on youtube we want to let you know that you are awesome and thanks for sticking through uh the the episode uh we did lose connection to our internet halfway or more than halfway through uh but we're waving to you right now uh thanks for joining us if you want to check us 
uh, out live on our actual podcast. Uh, we are live every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today. We will be on again. Today. Alex and I are doing two two episodes within 24 hours. I know. That's the first time ever. <sighs> podcast history. We're going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so make sure you join us every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thank you for everything that you do for our podcast, by the way. The likes, shares, the subscribes, everything that you do. If you didn't show that you liked listening or watching us, we wouldn't keep doing it. So we appreciate everything that you do for the show. Uh, if you want to follow us on our social media apps, we are on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash PTO Unlimited. Instagram is PTO Unlimited underscore podcast. And we are on Twitter, which is at PTO Unlimited. You can catch us live on those apps at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time every Monday for our precast meeting, which is our pre-podcast meeting where you can join us on those social media apps, give us topics to talk about, and see what we already have planned for the show. So make sure you join us every Monday at 6 p.m. on our social media. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Lemke619. I'm used to Brett saying his, which is uh, Brett underscore wings. Yep, that's Brett. <laughs> and I am Q underscore kitty. Hey, Rob, what is your Twitch or Twitter? <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? <laughs> it's 2 a.m. here almost. We need to get off. <laughs> it, it's a late night. Yes, it's a late night. Uh, so if you want to see all my fun stuff on Twitter, uh, <laughs> you can follow me at, uh, at M Squirtle, S-Q-U-I-R-D-D-L-E. All right. It's time we got out of here, guys, on a final note of Game of Thrones. Watch the show. Uh, I think I want to read the books a little bit, do some audiobooks. It, it seems interesting enough yeah, to me. Yeah, he's kind of convinced me to, to do some audiobooks. <laughs> uh, Rob, it's been a pleasure having you on. We talked for over two uh, two hours and 15 minutes about Game of Thrones. This is our, You've longest, been our longest guest. Longest <laughs> guest on the show. Congratulations. Uh, thanks for joining us on YouTube. We're going to get out of here, guys. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow for our episode, uh, regular podcast, episode 161. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining. Bye.